What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by the amazing Matt Liston. Oh, thank you for that fine introduction. Fine introduction. I, saw, I feel like Spidey. I feel like Spidey. I do. <laughs> this week, we're going over everything we missed during the break. And we're back. This is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, how the hell you been? Oh, dude. Good. I can't complain. I've been immensely busy with that annoying thing that we must do called work. Yeah, I know, right? So are you, I believe. So it's like my my nerd time is like is dwindled. Not to mention I have I have a little bit of an issue. What's that? A little bit of an issue. So my com- the comic book store mm-hmm. is moved. Oh, have they? Yes. I didn't realize it suddenly moved. They have moved. That shows you how bad of a patron I am. Well, I am a patron, as you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, like I said, I've been bad. So, like, I've been going in. It's all Where'd they move to? Well, they moved um, all the way on the other side of Somerville, past Somerville High School. Uh, it's okay. like six miles. So, from like, old the, trolley area? In that vicinity, but not that area the other way. So, it's like, if you get off 26... At the, at the main interchange right there, it's like six miles from there. So uh, now, right now, the old the old place was literally yeah, yeah, right. Like I could be there. Them. I could be there in like ten minutes, and, yeah. and that's it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now, with all the traffic getting through Azalea, it literally. It, it, the other day, I went on Saturday, which is a mistake going on Saturday. I know that, but mm-hmm. it took me like thirty five minutes, uh, and I'm like, oh man, this is not I, this is not good. Well, you mean. You could always go the next and Parkway route and just go the back roads. Well, even even then, it, well, you're right. I could drop all the way down mm-hmm. and then come around, and I did that right. So I went that way, and they took me through these back roads. But still, going through the back roads still was like another 15 minutes. So it was like 15 minutes from here. It, no, no matter how I've done it so far, it's taken me about 35 minutes. Now I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to do it. But it's just like it's so painful because I could just on a whim. Like at lunch, doing work, I'm gonna run and get my books, you know. And yeah. Back. But anyways, but anyway, so the but I will say, Soundwave Comics, Somerville, Greg, awesome, fantastic. He's in a space now that is so huge, Josh. Good, he it's needed massive. it. Massive. It's it's um it's in an old um there used to be a Bilo grocery store right there, and they have these these other big boxes right next to it, like stores type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's in a um, old uh, the old uh, I think it was a Rena Center or something like that. Nice. So you can imagine the space. Yeah, he's got he's, at least twice the amount of space. Oh, oh it's like four or five times. Oh wow, well. it is huge. And I never realized. Like, I know Greg has a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but oh, he's got tons. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he started like like clogging up half the room. Now, I mean, he had other stuff in storage and all that kind of stuff, too. So everything, hopefully, I think he's going to get everything there. And, you know, I, I got a lot of stuff to get. I got, well, I haven't picked up my Mandalorian yet because mm-hmm. it was kind of like the Mandalorian came out, the comic came out when he was in the middle of the move. But I did order the first all five covers of that. And then um, 
Also, the uh, remember there was the uh, Luke Skywalker Funko Pop that I was talking about. He's yeah, yeah. that for me as well. Nice. So when I go see him, I'm, this is going to be yeah, easily, racking up like it's one hundred fifty bucks. Oh, easily. Oh yeah. I already I already told Sean. I said, I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> you know, because my wife and I we had that deal. Anything over a hundred, we tell each other. You know, yeah, yeah. under a hundred, you know, whatever, and that includes if it's plus tax, I don't care. <laughs> but so, anyways. So it's a little stressful on that situation, but I'm going to get over that. But other than that, I mean, it's just been nuts. I got both kids back in school, so they're both gone, and uh, they're both. And well, then, yeah, one's come back this weekend. One's already come back. This <laughs> yeah, weekend. I saw her in the garage today. I'm like, I'm like, you came back a week earlier than I thought you would. Ah. <laughs> I was expecting you to come back like Labor Day, but yeah, yeah no, I, I was surprised he wanted to. Come. Well, the reason he came home is because he needed a, a textbook that he ordered off of Amazon. He had it delivered to the house, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to have come tomorrow. But he used his. He had two bank cards on there, and he used the old one. Ah, uh, so and they got to yeah. They delayed the shipping because exactly. of the payment to go through. Yeah. He said, "You got to fix your payment method." And I saw it in the morning. I'm like, shit. And then knowing Grayson, he wants to like get ahead of the reading and do the, the homework in advance. Yeah. So I just ordered it for him. So it should be here Sunday. So he's going to be here for the whole weekend. So nice. But it's fine. You know, it is what it is. Aiden's back up a coastal doing his thing. He's Mr. President. Of the, he's the president now of the kickball at uh, Coastal Carolina. Nice. Yeah. Still doing that. So he's still doing Quidditch too. Doing Quidditch. Yeah. He's doing it all. And uh, so yeah, it's his last year as a senior. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And then uh, just finally got the in-laws gone. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, <laughs> and everything that is holy. <laughs> so uh, it's just now, I mean, it's just me and the bride again, and I tell you, it's a it's a great place to be. It's like the kitchen's cleaned up all the time, you know. I don't have protein powder and shaker bottles mm-hmm. and wrappers and from protein bars and, and, like, all this, like, vegan crap all over the place and everything. So it's a good, it's like, it's so nice. It's like we've. Literally only run the dishwasher once a week now. Nice. You know, so. So there's this, uh, <clears throat> there's, speaking of comics, as you, we were talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. um, there's this new comic line that I want to that I want to talk about um, later on where it comes out. Not necessarily right now because it's not out yet, but um, the labels, uh, the Ripaverse comics. And so it's, uh, it's, now the largest um, independent comic book um, label as far as money attributed to it. Because he, I guess he did like a, um, he, he based, instead of doing like a, a Patreon or a GoFundMe or something like, or, you know, whatever it would be. Yeah. He, he, on his website, he's a, he's a, contri- or he's a, a, a pop culture contributor, very similar to what we do, but just on a bigger scale. Um, and he's, he's developing his own comics um, kind of to get away from the woke type of stuff yeah. that's prevalent within comics now. And so he's doing a comic line of Isom, which is a bl- uh, black uh, um, African-American um, that fights crime, um, but very much centered around like, you know, um, uh, the, the individual and not like necessarily yeah. politics or anything like that. Like just, yeah. you know. Yeah. So getting back to what comics used to be. Yeah. So. That's cool. I'll tell you what, though. I, I do think from, you know, being an, an avid reader of comic books, 
that the quality that you're getting from indies right now is off the chain. And the thing is, is that a lot of the big guys, like I'm reading the the, the Schneider book I was talking about and the other books that I'm reading, those ty- and Garth Ennis is a big one, though. He definitely writes a ton on other, um, like, indie labels. And, they, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of them don't want to lose the lucrativeness of being on Marvel and DC, However, they don't. They're not. They're not contractually bound to that, right? So yeah, yeah. They go over and they start like that. Nocterra that I'm reading. That is an outstanding book, which has got picked up already. So I don't think it's going to be Netflix or whatever it is. So these guys can go out and on that other platforms of the indie comics, which don't have the, I guess the, the corporate restraints. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, I don't know. But they, they can go out there and they can do that. And the, and the thing is, it's so it's like it's so refreshing because there's such good stories out there. And um, one of the ones that I'm reading now is um, called The Sumerian. And The Sumerian is basically the story of Conan, right? Yeah, yeah but, but he's, a, he's the Sumerian. He's, he'd be more like a... It's written... The book is written the way that Robert Lewis... or Yeah, Robert E. Lewis, is that right? Yeah, yeah. The guy that wrote the guy that wrote Conan, the yeah. way he actually I actually wrote it, wrote it. yeah, it's it, so they're doing it, like a novel adaptation to comic books, very yeah. similar, right? So in the back of the that's book, interesting. They've done a lot of that because they've done a lot of that with the Stephen King stuff, and then they mm-hmm. did a lot of that. They did like uh, the Frankenstein's monster that way, and uh, um, there's been a bunch of like like classic novels that they've turned into graphic novels. Yeah, now. and so the whole the, what, what I really like about it is a the artwork is it's just gorgeous i mean gorgeous and it's written extremely well but on the back of the book like the last four pages is actually like chapters from the book so then you you read the comic and then you get that which also will drive you to read the book you know and if you read those those conan books from back in the day they're they're just like they're, they're like little paperback they're not long yeah especially the adventures of it you know so it's just really cool that they have that platform and they can still go out and be creative and do the things that they're not going to be able to do like on the, on the big books, you know, but again, you know, I mean, it's not the, it's, it's definitely different. It's darker. It's, it's just, I don't know. I find it interesting and I think it's great for the little indie labels as well to be able to get that type of, I mean, look at berserker, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. That's another one. I mean, I'm mean, of course Keanu driving that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, it definitely helps to have that big of a name. Yeah. Just like the Riververse stuff. Like, I mean, he's a, Big name, especially on the libertarian and conservative side. So I mean, he's he's um, you know that's that's really what's driving that is you know like mm-hmm. a, a kind of an anti culture type of thing from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it's just I mean it's 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 refreshing, put it that way. So I, I mean I'm find myself reading a quite a blend of um, different types of books now, and it's not, I'm not, I mean, of course I stick with the Batmans, and I, mm-hmm. there's is, a new Spider-Man run that's coming out that looks really good, they dropped the trailer for it today, they're, like, it's, it's completely new, like, they're, they're, it's, uh, Morlon is the, the main villain that they're doing in this first run of it, but, um, he's a, which Spider-Man is it? It's um don't know what universe he's coming from, but I think it's I think it's a reboot. Like they're they're mm-hmm. completely starting from a new perspective with a new Spider Man. But <clears throat> the this particular villain goes through and and captures like the different Spider Men of the Spider Verse, and okay. it's down to like this one Spider Man to like kind of go and and 
free yep. them all free them all type of thing yeah, yeah. he's got home like they're all like cocooned in like this uh um kind of similar to the movie to a little bit uh to what movie well, the one where they had the other spider-mans well, yeah, the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a Spider-Verse story, but but it's really focused on like this one Spider-Man to where, you know, the, the other Spider-Man have already been captured from what I understand. And so like they're they're out of the picture at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I got him. And he's, he's got to go and, and defeat this guy. That way he can free um, the film from where they've been, you know, uh, made unavailable. Yeah, cool. Well... Hey man, I mean, if you're not reading comics, start doing it. It's just, yeah. it's just so much fun, and it's just, and it's great. And the Star Wars content, like I said, I mean, anything with the Star Wars, I want, I, I, I get it and I read it. So I mean, it, yeah, I'm doing it all. And they just like uh, the Han and Chewie series that they're doing right now. It's extremely good, and they're getting ready to. I think it's coming out. If it just, if it didn't come out this week, it's probably coming out next week. And it's the Andor one. Yeah. So it's obviously timing it. For, yeah. before the show which makes sense too you know but I think that's an interesting piece though just to to flesh that out and explore Andor a lot more because there's so much with him you know with, oh yeah with Cassie uh, as much as yeah, yeah as yeah. much as he's like interconnected mm-hmm. with other characters too yeah you know, with Urso and yeah, yeah. So, like, there's so much that, that they can do with that. And the thing is, obviously, we saw the end of it. We saw... <laughs> that's the thing. We have all seen Rogue One, right? Yeah, yeah. So we know what happens. We, we could get Kanan in this. You could. Oh, yeah. be so nice. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. See and yes, ghost. Speaking of Speaking of that, too, though, um, uh, Cal Estes, right? So Cal yeah, Estes, Cal Estes, is, Estes is could come, be. Yeah, and, well, but what Cal Estes, what I was going to say, is that they, they're continuing that... Like that that iteration of coming from the video game, which mm-hmm. is awesome, right? And um, and like I told you, I, I've actually, you know, I, I finally got a PS5. I'm as cool as Josh, now, everybody. <laughs> finally. Oh, speaking of which, there's games that we got to talk about too. Yeah. Because there, there's a couple of games that there's one game in particular. There's one I want to talk about too. We're yeah. gonna have to play together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a few games that I'm very interested in yeah. playing. Uh, you know, with either you or I, or you and I, and somebody else. Yeah. Well, we there's. I got two. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. More than willing. Yeah. I, I think uh, Stephen would also probably play. Oh, cool. That'd be awesome, yeah. dude. I'd love to do that with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, with Calasta, so they're, they're like that. They're, they're really taking that character, and there's two novels that are going to be published coming up. That's going to be on him too. So you're nice. gonna, you're gonna get some Calastus in the. He novels. has a Disney Plus series, dude. Yeah. Like, well, I think. That, I mean, who, I mean, also, I I think he's gonna be in the new video game too. The the next mm-hmm. uh, the next one. So it's just like yeah, the Fallen Order too. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you have the guy. I mean, you've already cast him. I mean, he's a legitimate actor. I mean, his likeness is there. So yeah. And trust me. I love the dude. He was great and Shameless, but he ain't done shit since Shameless. So like, well, I did the, the the Gotham show. Oh, that's true. But that was. In tandem, though, wasn't it? Though, like, yeah, it was around the same time. Yeah, so, but I mean, he's like not working now. Yeah, well, I think he's probably got a contract where he can't do a whole lot. Well, as long, hey, it's like, hey, my point is like they got a quality guy. Yeah, that that the, obviously he's been uh, busy. He just hasn't been as busy as I'd like him to be. Yeah, well, especially with the I Star mean, Wars stuff. If we can, you know, we don't have, we don't have to resurrect him quite yet, but. We're not going to give him the Keanu treatment. Oh, there's some theories that I got later on in the podcast that we'll talk about. Uh-huh. That uh, I think that that's a certain executive producer may be uh, coming to Star Wars here in the very 
Not too distant future. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I think I might know who you're talking about, but I yeah, will see. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. But other than that, that's, that's it, dude. I've just been just trying to grind it out and, you know, enjoying my freedom and my peace right now. Yeah. That's about it. What about you guys, man? I mean, you've been traveling. Well, right? you know, you guys have been back to the. So I haven't announced this on the podcast yet. Um, there is another member of the Nerd Force family that's coming. That's true. In the very near future, in three months. That's right. Um, we are expecting a little Carly Underwood. Yes. And she'll be perfect and have all 12 fingers and all 12 toes, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> She's from Tennessee, so yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh, there's like probably a uh, a pivot in our family tree that joins together at some point. I'm not gonna question it. <clears throat> We're close enough to Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, yeah we're we're very excited, and uh, I'm hoping to indoctrinate this one very early into the Star Wars and nerd culture. Oh yeah, not that Daniel hasn't been receptive to Marvel, but it, he needs to up his game on the uh, he's he's got Marvel and Harry Potter down. Yeah, he needs to up his up his game on uh, Star Wars. Oh, it'll happen. So. It'll trust me. Oh it'll, yeah, it'll happen. Yes, it will. Yes, you you have enough subliminal messaging going on upstairs that he can't. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's definitely gonna be be aware of all the characters, if nothing else. True. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, other than that, dude, um, we we haven't been up. Like, I'm I'm trying to think of anything interesting. We went to the Great Wolf Lodge, and for anybody that hasn't went to one of these places, it's actually really cool, especially if you have kids, or if you're just a nerd. Um, but, uh, they've got this, uh, they've got like this, um, alternate reality game type of thing up there, um, called uh, magic quest. I think they've got some standalone ones too over in like, I know in pigeon forge, they've got a standalone yeah, one. They got a Myrtle too, yeah, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. They got one in, yeah, probably in Myrtle. Um, but if you, if you're, if you've got kids, and you want to make a weekend of it. I would highly suggest going to great wolf lodge cause a, they got a water park and then, um, and nice booze. Um, but, uh, they also have, um, this magic quest thing. And so like, like the one over in North Carolina, um, the way they have it set up, it's across three floors and, um, it's just built in the hotel and you get this wand and I'm assuming this wand works off of like a, uh, a, um, RFID chip. And this is where you go deep on something. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going super deep on this. You mean it's um, not magical, Josh? Oh, we could totally do this. Like, I've, I've got, like, we need some actors. We need somebody that can program better than I can. Um, and we need, uh, so basically we need to hire Grayson, Aiden, and then Seth. Yes, Seth. And we could do this. Yes, got, got it. Got it. But uh, basically you go around and they've got, like, all these IOT devices, essentially, that you go and point. I, first off, IOT for those inter, who don't know. Well, yeah, um, Internet of Things. Um, so, okay. like, like smart switches, um, you know, those types of the, the Amazon things that, that I can't say the name of or else it's going to talk back to me yeah. right next to me. But um, those, uh, those, you know, it's, it's got a bunch of things that are in, interconnected, essentially. Yeah. But they got this entire storyline. They've got multiple storylines, actually. I think they've got like three or four um, within this location that you can like all have different, um, different difficulty levels as well as like different storylines and missions, and then additional side quests and stuff like that. But basically, you go on, you sign up for one of these things, um, one of these storylines, and then 
all we did was was gave you know signed up Daniel for one and we followed him around. And uh, and then you go around and you start to collect ruins and build up your magical abilities, and then you go and fight the dragon at the end. And oh, then cool. that's like the capstone for this. And you, there's other creatures and stuff yeah. they can fight after that. But but you go. We spent two like two days going through and, and finding all these. You it's know, ca- it's called grinding. Yeah, exactly. We definitely <laughs> grinded. Like Andrea, God bless her, because she's very pregnant and was walking up. Uh, multiple stories and and she definitely has energy for it like we we went through on the um second night that we were there um she she i had went to the back to the room but she was still out with daniel she they were going to a dance party but they had taken the wand with them and they had uh went to go do um the go and try to beat the dragon and she calls me and she's like hey we can't beat it can you come down here and help us i'm like okay I'll come and help. So she did a summoning spell? Yeah, and so I get there, and she's just bouncing away to the music. And this wait, is, Grant, this is like 10.30 at night. Wait, did you show up with, like, like a whole barbarian suit? No, no, but, but... No, no, this is what I wanted to do, but I didn't fall through on it next time. I'm definitely going to fall through on it. I'm going to be the redneck wizard. I'm going to be Billy Bob, the wizard. I'm going to go, hey, man, I'll daggone boom, and daggone abracadaver. The Boomhauer from uh, from King of the Hill, just like the entire time, like Kazam. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's actually really fun. Um, if you can find one of the standalone things, it's great to like spend a day at. Yeah. Um, but but if you want to like actually get invested in it, like you can, you yeah. pay for it once over the weekend, and it's as long as you're staying there, you're able to play for it or oh, play wow. with it. So yeah, if you're staying a week. And and wanted to enjoy the water park, and they got like a great arcade and stuff, and and miniature or uh, um, miniature bowling, um, which was like uh, um, you basically play bowling with a bocce ball, which is oh, super like, fun. Like duck pen bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah same thing. Yeah, yeah. Duck yeah. Pen, yeah. So and they've got you know all the pins on strings and stuff, so they can pick them up and you know so not, yeah. set them back up. So it's all automated, but um, uh, but yeah, dude, it's it, it was it's so much fun. Um. But yeah, we we did that. Um, this uh, was it next weekend. Yeah, next weekend we're going to um, to Myrtle Beach for Baby Moon. Yeah, just the wife and I. We're that's the first vacation we've taken in uh, probably ten or eleven years uh, yeah. alone together. Mm-hmm. So um, it's gonna be nice. I want to try to go take her to a hypnotist show cool. over at the uh, the boardwalk yeah. in Myrtle, and then we may go play some Magic Quest. <laughs> I was just I, okay. So that was, okay. I was gonna let you try to finish yeah. what you're gonna say, but I had to, I wanted to come back to that because yeah. knowing you as the completer that you are, Josh, the completer Underwood, I'm thinking. I know in your mind you no. already are strategizing on how you're going to be. No, nah, I don't really care that much uh, about it. It's 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 no, fun. You say that now. Do you mean it though? No, I actually mean it. It's okay. like it's fun. It's just not not my okay. you know. It's not my bad. It's it's really. I'm more intrigued by the technology of it. Than I am anything else, but yeah, it's it's really cool and it's really fun and uh, like it, it would be it's a really cool thing for Daniel to go do, and like I'm I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. It's just not it's not something that I, like I have to go do. So, I, so it's not something you'd say, hey Matt, let's go play Magic Quest. Oh no, yeah, two you and I would totally do it together. Okay. I'm just not gonna drag <laughs> a, a 
six month pregnant woman. No, if we did to go do, do something, if we did do it, could, like we, could we dress in character and do that? Oh, dude, no, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm totally, okay. yeah, okay. Uh, basically good. the same thing that we would do if we were going to uh, medieval times. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely like the same type of feel. Like it's you're you're there and like like the other people that you're playing with and stuff like that are like you know in cells and whatnot. But um, you know it, it's it's so much fun. Like I I just you know it's never bothered me like be a part of the crowd or anything yeah. like that. But it's 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 tons of fun. Yeah, and it's cool. Speaking of crowds, that's another thing I actually got to do is I, I had my second visit to uh, Galaxy's Edge. I went back down to that, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Grace for Greeky Boo's birthday. Yeah, my son's birthday. And uh, I said, hey, uh, of course, I made a very light suggestion. Oh, yeah. No, that's the entire reason that you wanted to go. Oh, was because you wanted to go. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you uh, you remember you didn't get to go the last time? Do you guys want to go for your birthday movie? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm like, okay. Hey, hon, hon, we're good. Grayson wants to, to go. go. <laughs> I, I did not interfere at all with this decision. Exactly. So it was cool. Did you pick up a lightsaber this time? No, and I'll tell you, it's like really pissed me off though because we um, that was going to be his birthday gift, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So I went on and we decided we were going to go. And all right, and so look, I go pay the ridiculous amount of money that we're going to spend it like to, you know, for the reservations and all that type of stuff. And as soon as I do that, that permits me to go do all the other stuff, right? So we're about a month and a half out. So I go to um, the lightsaber building thing, right? So I'm like thinking, okay. And the first thing you always got to realize too when you're dealing with Disney is you got to be at the right place, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like sometimes I'm like a Disney Land, not World. Yeah. And I'm like, I go to Disney Land, and like there's like seven thousand open options to go build a lightsaber. Oh yeah, because right? yeah. I'm like thinking, oh shit, yeah, that's no problem, right? So I start putting it in, and I'm like reserving it, and then they're like, and I'm thinking, and I look at, it, I'm like, this isn't right, and I realize I'm <laughs> on the wrong site. So then I'm like, shit, and so then I switch it off, and I go back to the other one, and then all of a sudden I'm like looking, and they, and I pull the calendar up, and I'm looking for like any availability on those days. They are they are sold out for reservations every day of that month, and the month after, and the month after that for lightsaber building. Wow. So. So you got to do it like at so, least ninety days in advance. So I started this little tactic at Disney, mm-hmm. okay, and it does it does work to a degree. It's called playing being stupid. And well, I mean, just treating people like humans. Like, I mean, you you, you I would be you'd be surprised at like how many people um, go to Disney and just treat the cast members like crap too. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about me being stupid. No, I know, I know. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm just saying. I don't even think you have to go that far. Just be like, you know, just yeah. just treat people you know with dignity well, and respect thank you and i agree and to tell you what that worked for multiple things yeah it's like not gonna I, work for life <laughs> it, I, it did not work for life yeah. like it worked like like i i could tell grace well they do that you they do that by like position because they've only got like so many positions open or like where you go and put your hilt into the thing to where it like attaches to the tube that well, all i'm gonna say is like i I played this tactic on like two or three different rides because you, they had this new process, which I don't like, where you basically reserve a ride and you can do it. And as soon as you get off of that, then it you registers can go and, and do, do another, another one. one. Yeah. So I started like, fast passes. So we're trying to like like book these things, which cost you an additional thirty bucks a person or something ridiculous or whatever. I don't know what it was. So 
it, then we trying to do these things, but then we had dinner reservations and then we couldn't get to everything, but Grayson really wanted to do a couple things. So I'm like, I said, okay, dude, well, let's just go. And he's like, well, we, we can't do it because we don't have a reservation. I said, well, I already booked one. Yeah. So then I'd go up and it would like show me his red. And then I'd just look at my phone and be like, oh, what the, I don't know what's going on. And then I would talk to the person. And I'll be like, yeah. um, I booked it. I don't understand, you know? And she's like, well, you don't, I mean, you're, you're here three hours early. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I said, I didn't realize that. I said, oh, okay. And she goes, well, you have to come back. And I said, oh, I said, but we have his birthday dinner at this time. Yeah. I said, I don't, I, is there any, can I, we had, is there any, like, can I wait and see somebody show up or, you know, something like that? And she's like, okay, just who's with you? And yeah. I'll just say, oh, just these two, you yeah. know. And she's like, oh, okay, just come on. And then she just would show us her. Yeah. And that worked on, like, three different rides, right? Yeah. So I'm, like, thinking this is golden, right? So then I said to Grace, and I said, you know what? We're going to try this at the lightsaber place. Yeah. Okay? So we go to the lightsaber place, and this, I tell you what. I literally ran into the only guy that literally at Disney operates by the book. Oh, yeah. This guy was a militant. Yeah. And he, like, literally, I think he actually was, a, like, a, such a nerd that he didn't want that many lightsabers out in the world yeah. or something. There was, there was like, this guy literally was like a stone wall. Yeah. And he and not just to mention, but he was just a cool, I don't mean to be rude. He's a bit of a weird dude. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And it's like... I think if I had somebody else, I could have maybe finangled it, you know? Yeah. But there was no finangling with this guy. And, I mean, I tried everything. Yeah. You know, to the point where, like, I'm like, Grace, just, like, you know, drag your leg a little bit and make, like, make a wish or something. I would, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> try anything, you know? You shave your head really quick. <laughs> but, I mean, there was no getting – I could not – that I could not negotiate shit with that. But I will tell you what I got to do, and I did book early – um, for that was the cantina, which was extremely cool. Yeah. Did you tell Rex I said hi? I did. Okay. Yes, I did. How's Absolutely. he doing? Great. You know, he was really sad whenever he got booted off of Star Tours. I'm so glad they yeah. got the rebound on this. I know, but, but he's like living the life, dude. Oh, he's yeah. No, it was much up. better. Game. He's DJing. I mean, yeah. he's got house parties. He gets all the ladies on this one. He's all going. And so and that's so funny because we did Star Tours too, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, Sean, I said, pay attention to who that dude is, right? You know what I mean? But they actually had C3PO in there now. Yeah, yeah, Instead of the, yeah. They've had C three PO there for the past few years. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of messed it up. And she's like, C three PO. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, never mind. Yeah, they used to have Rex here. So, so <laughs> then, then when we finally get to the um, to the cantina, and our table literally is right below him in his DJ stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I said, so what I was trying to tell you is, see that dude up there, and I'm going through this whole thing with her, yeah, and she, yeah. she's like. Looking at her little bubbly Wookie drink or whatever the hell she was drinking, yeah. you know. How'd you get her the the numbing one? I and she got the um, I oh, I can't remember what it was. She got it was cool though because it had this it had this like I don't know it was dry ice. It's not dry ice probably. I don't know what the hell it was, but the way it made the drink like yeah, had yeah, these little up. BBs in it yeah. and shit like that. It was like like continuously yeah. like, really gyrating and everything. It was really kind of cool. And then I got, um, I got two different things. And then I ended, I, I, of course, I had to, I bought this other tropical drink only because I got a free indoor cup glass nice. with it. So I got that. I haven't showed you that yet. I no, 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 It's very cool. But um, no, that was really cool. So then I went that whole spiel with her and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's 
<laughs> okay, well, no, it's not okay. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's part of continuity, damn it. God damn it, yes it is. <laughs> so, anyways, but no, I mean, it's just like, honestly, I mean, that is so well done there. It's just incredible. I will tell you that Chewie was an asshole, though. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, he really was. He was kind of like a dick, dude. I mean, I mean, first off, there's a comic book that goes with this too, the Halcyon or whatever it is. Or yeah, the yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I haven't read it, right? And but there is some continuity to it, and obviously it's the what seven seven oh ninth stormtrooper brigades there and all that kind of stuff. So it's like there's a cool. There's a lot of. I mean, the stormtroopers were cool, and obviously Kylo was there, and that was kind of cool. But um, so then Chewie walks out, right? And I'm like, thinking, oh my gosh! It's like I'm like I'm, I'm like a fan boy, yeah. right? It's like Chewie, you know. And I'm running over there. And she just walks right down the hill, and everything. It's like, and the little kids are following him and shit like that, yeah. you know. And it's like he's got this girl that's with him who is part of that um, Star Wars uh, story, which I don't know who she is yet. I mean, you you did happen to go like in the the middle of the summer to where, but. He's probably like about to die of a heat stroke. Yeah, but the thing is, is like he's like walking around doing stuff, and like every time we get to try to take, like get close to him, take a picture, he's like turning and walking away. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm like I'm like Grayson, just go here, and I'm trying to place him so we can get a picture with him and Chewy. They used to. Um, I don't know if they still do it or not, but over in on the other side of Hollywood Studios, like where the uh, the theater is, there is. You can sign up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do? You can do the pictures with them there. Yeah, you can do yeah. that. Yeah, they did have that. Oh, I don't know if Chewy yeah. was Chewy was there. I mean, I don't. They I used they to have. Yeah, they used to have Chewy. No, they and, do. There's like a lot um, of them. Yeah. And uh, who else did they have? They had a few different characters yeah. there. And Tomorrow World or something like that. I think. No, it was it was in Hollywood Studios. It was, it was in the same. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you you got like it was it was just on the other side of the park. Okay. <laughs> I know I know exactly what you're talking. I know exactly what you're talking about. But so yeah, I mean, we we walked out of there thinking like she was just like a big dick because I mean the thing is it really pissed me off because it's just like I I should I'll show you the pictures when we're done. It's like we, all I got was the back of his head. Him running around or whatever. Now, of course, I, I guess you, like, like some 80-year-old woman comes up to him, and then all of a sudden now he wants to take, like, huggy pictures. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, that's nice that you did that. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that. Well, but what about all these children and one fat nerd that's trying to get a picture with you? Yeah. And nothing. Yeah. You know? Well, so, anyways, I'm over it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not really over it, but I'm kind of over it, you know? Yeah, it was always like so. Yeah, so anyways. But, um, so that is one little highlight I, sh- I meant to share. So I have, you know, not to, dig- to digress and, and get off what, what else you've been up to, but. No, I mean, that was, that was really it. I didn't yeah. have anything else. Um, that's, that's the thing. is like, you know, we're finally back on now because we had to vac- You were on vacation. vacation I was on vacation. vacation and yeah, then, summer. Yeah. And then. Uh, uh, baby appointments, all that stuff. I've just been busy. Mm. And work and whatnot. And um, yeah, so but anyhow, that's where we're at. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're either planning on going either next year or the year after that. But um, we should plan something to where we can, you guys can be there for part of it at least, and we'll do those uh, cabins. Oh, dude! And then just do great, you know, okay. and that way we can take a day off and you know just, just grill and cool. just have That'd you know great. That'd be great, dude. No, the cabins. I will recommend highly the wilderness cabins. They were they were fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, I've been so interested in those. Yeah, to where like I, I I just like a different aspect of Disney. Like like you know being able to like go 
there. And I feel like you're more disconnected away in like solitary. Yep. Um, there than you would be over at you know other the other resorts and stuff like that. Yeah. Where you can just get away from the crowds yeah. and and you know I like people but I don't like being around people that much. Yeah. So it would be great to like just be you know to, yeah, well, to do the thing with things with people and. Oh yeah, I mean I think then, okay I put it this way the cabins I realize this that there's people that go to the cabins like we did, and there's people that that is their vacation and they go to the cabins. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, so if you go to this place, one of the things at the at the cabins though. Did you watch the light show on the on the water there? Nah. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. We um but there on the thing it's the other thing too is if you're there for like a week or whatever, like everyone gets like they rent golf carts. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big golf cart community type thing going on there too, right? But then again, there's other people that bring their own golf carts. And they, no, dude, I'm serious. No, no, I'm no serious. I, I, I hate you. You're serious. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, all right, honey, let, let's go and load it up. Load it up. Yeah. We're going to Disney. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is, like, you can tell the people that that go to Disney like we did and just are, like, using the cabin, but other people, it is their vacation, like, their true full vacation. They bring these pop-up tents, and they, like, a lot of them start stringing lights yeah. Around their cabins and stuff like that, and it's like it's like a really nice little like right. outdoor setting because every cabin has its own deck. It's a gr- like, dude. It is it is like to me. I will, if I go to Disney, I will do that all the time. Yeah, well, we'll have to go, and then we'll have to hit up the guys from uh, from your mom's garage. Oh, by the way, Matt, props to those guys, man. Did oh you, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, absolutely like, huge. Yeah. yeah, they're they're going out and yeah. getting in the community and going to. Um, Comic Cons there and and yeah. talking to other vendors exactly mm-hmm. what they want to do. I'm so proud of those guys. Yeah, good for them, man. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you've got a you know time in your schedule to listen to another podcast, then I would highly suggest that you go listen to My Mom's Garage. Yeah, good stuff. Those guys are great. And they obviously you've heard them before if you listen to us. So. Yeah, yeah. Performerly, uh, Nerds in the City. Yeah. Podcast, but yeah, the great guys, just all around really good guys. Yep. Nick, Nikki, and uh, Tony. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> that's it, dude. That's all. I mean, I don't know nothing else. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, I did watch a couple of movies that I want to talk to you about. Um, I watched uh, one called um, uh, Honor Society on Hulu. Honor Society. So it's got um, it's got the guy from um, Stranger Things, the guy that plays Dustin. Oh, the little guy with no yeah, yeah with the no collarbones, the no, the no bone dude. Yeah, yeah, he's got the the um, disability. Um, but well, he, is it a disability or is it? Yeah, I think it is because. Well, so it's an ab- abnormal abnormality, right? So, but but I mean, he you know that like they wrote it in as part of the character I'm just, I'm just, on both. I don't mean to discount his. If it is oh no no yeah no no I I get it I'm just saying like you know yeah. I don't know that you get like special park or anything for that type of disability <laughs> but um but I uh, you know the you don't get a tag yeah you don't get we're tag. not talking a tag situation yeah. here it's <laughs> more like yeah even ulcerative colitis you can get a tag for it but <laughs> um just because you gotta you know when you gotta go you gotta go especially yeah, when you're good see that's right but understood, um understood. But uh, you know the the um, uh, for for him, you know they they write in as far as this character too a little bit. Um, but I mean, dude, dude's just a really good actor. Like he he plays um, this one kid in there um, in high school, and, um, and I, I, like he's I always I think of him as a kid the same way I think about Grayson and Aiden as a kid. But he's around their age. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, he he plays this kid in high school um, that is trying to get into um, Harvard. Um, and, and he's not the main character in this. The, there's this girl that is also trying to play this, um, uh, this or trying to get into Harvard, and her way in is... Um, the guy that plays McLovin is yeah. the high or is the school counselor, and he's got a friend, like a really good friend, that went to Harvard, and so he always, you know, one year or one one student a year, he goes and recommends somebody for admission yeah. to Harvard through this one guy, and so um, she's trying to get in uh, to that spot, and so there's three other people that she's competing with. The ones that she talks to him, she's been kind of like rubbing up against him trying to get you know the, the trying to get in his good graces for the past th- three years three and a half years and then um and then you know junior year senior year comes out and uh and she, he's finally talking to her about it and so and he's like you're in the running and she's she's like what and he's like well do you want to see who you're up against she's like no and because she already knows and so she's got you know this like overarching plan about how to screw over the screw over these other people and he's including that but it becomes like a you know like like she ends up falling for him and stuff like that it's really really good like oh. um uh he <clears throat> his range in that is is very very good um he 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 shows some serious acting jobs that's cool what's it called that. um honor society on hulu okay. all right well, yeah i want to check it out and then uh, the other movie that I watched recently, um, there was a uh, there's a new movie out on um, on Amazon Prime called Samaritan, um, Samaritan. Okay. and it's it's uh, Sly Stallone, and it's the story of um, this hero called the Samaritan um, and his brother um, called Nemesis, um, and they is this, were is this fantasy? Um, no, it's superhero. Um, oh, so, superhero! Okay. Yeah, he's doing a superhero movie. He, he plays a superhero. Yeah, he plays a super powered person. Is he um, like, like retired or? Yeah, so so that's what I'm getting to. He's oh, okay. uh, um, so the Samaritan and his brother, the ne- or nemesis. Um, they were they were born with these abilities where they were they you know if they got hurt they healed super quick and um, if they they were you know had super strength and. So the kids over at their schools called them freaks. Um, then they set their house on fire, and then the boys were trapped inside with their parents. The parents died. The boys survived. The, the um, one boy went to become Nemesis, which was like the supervillain, and the other one became you know the Samaritan, or Samaritan, super, which super is guy, yeah. yeah, which Superman. is so they you know they battle it out, um, and then they disappear. Um, uh, for like 20 years. And so like this kid um, who's super obsessed with the Samaritan um, is trying to figure out who the Samaritan is, listen to podcasts and YouTube channels and stuff like that. And, uh, and then he um, runs into this old man that lives in the apartments right across the, the yard from him. And um, he, um, he, you know, gets in trouble with his gang and, and the gang, like a couple of the young members of the gang are trying to beat him up. And the, this old guy comes out and throws all the kids around, um, or like teenager, teenagers around trying to get them off this kid. 
And so, you know, he throws these kids like 20 feet, and he's like, oh, this is Samaritan. And so, you know, it's the, the story about him and it very much like a, like an early 2000s thing about like the, the Punisher, like the one with yeah. the, the, um, uh, that they did in Tampa. Um, I forget who the dude was that played Punisher, but... Not John Travolta. It was the one with John Travolta. John, okay. Yeah, very much that type of feel to it, but it was really good, like like a kind of a, a contained sandboxed type of movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrea really enjoyed it. So, you know, it's... If she liked it. I get Sean on board with that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Andrea, Andrea likes Sly Stallone, though, for some reason. Because she liked... She liked um, uh, was the other the the um, replacements? Yeah, the repl- not the replacements, but yeah, that that movie. I forget what they're called. It's not the replacements. Expendables. Expendables yeah. yeah, yeah. She we went to go see that movie, and I had I had been working twelve. You, you paid to see that? Expendables. I like the Expendables. Oh, the first one. You didn't pay to see the second one. Uh, I don't remember if we paid to see the second one or not, but we paid to see the first one. Yeah, I I did too. I did. And too. we went to go see. We I I'd been working twelves, and like. <clears throat> six days a week at the time. And uh, and so I had went and had a couple beers and then a Long Island iced tea, and then we went to go see the movie. And so, like, 30 minutes in, I would passed out uh-huh. and just, like, fell asleep. And then, like, at the end of the movie, she woke me up. She's like, you missed the best movie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Uh, it was, you know, it, it's really good. It's, 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 you know, very much Sly Stallone being Sly Stallone. But on, you said it's on Prime? It's on Prime, yeah. Okay. I have, I Prime original. I didn't see that it pop up. I no. must have missed it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then I've been watching Evil. I'm caught up on Evil now. Oh, dude, that show is so good. So good. It's just, it's just like, I don't know what it is about it. It's like, I do think that the, the progression of the character is so picked up in, like, the latter seasons, too. Well, it's... It's it, like, I think in the initial part, it's like you weren't really sure about them. But then it's like, you know, I, I just... I, I don't know. And then the little Weasley dude from Lost that plays... Yeah. Uh, he is so good. I mean, yeah, he's, he's really just, good. You know what He's I mean? been a Marvel project. He just... He just... He, he does evil... So oh, well. really, really well, yeah. I mean, he just really does. And I just, it's like you just automatically. He'd make just, a good Mudok. Oh, he could. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be playing Mudok, but. Yeah, but he could. But I mean, he could do. Like, yeah, he really could. Good I'm trying to think you could. I mean, I could see him as like, I mean, he could be good Mad Hatter. Like, I could see him being, uh, like, I, I don't know. There's like, I'm, I'm thinking like smaller little, like, he has a, it's like a smaller little, like, evil dude, you know? <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. Could, Definitely you know? not like. It's not. Gonna, he's he's more of a brainy yes. evil guy yeah, exactly. than he is. Yeah, he's cerebral. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than he is, you know, like a, a rough ruffian. No, I just like I like the premise of the show too because it's sometimes it's, sometimes it can be a monster of a week type of situation. Mm-hmm. Too, yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. So, yeah. so it's like you can keep moving through it, but through that. But entire, then it's got an overarching kind of like the same way, same thing that X Files did. Yes, exactly. It's very much like X Files, but with. Um, a different type of paranormal. Yeah, and I really like the Indian dude that they have on there too. Because yeah, yeah, he really is like he's like kind of in a way in my mind he's like a voice of reason between the two of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's like it, it provides so much clarity because he's like so here, she's so there, and then he's kind of like here is always providing the that other. Nee, really, nee, I'm like, nee, you know, and it's always like challenging them you know right. and i think that that's cool and i think it's like it does a great job of like providing enough like um relatable characters to what 
individuals may perceive in those situations. And I think that they're all relatable, right? So you can relate to how you think to one of those three characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it successful. I think it's a no, sleep, yeah. I think it's a sleeper though. I, I think that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it has. A, well, it's, it's got renewed for two more seasons. I no. My point is like I think it has a strong enough audience to yeah. keep continuing. It's going to be one of those things like people are going to like. Did you ever watch Evil? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like one of those like yeah. cult classic type mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. No, I really enjoy that show. It's great, and I wasn't really sure I was going to like it too much out of the gate, but I like her. I think she got better. Right. I think in in season two, I think all of the characters got better in season two. I do think that no, I think Luke Cage was probably good, like all of them. You know what I mean? Throughout yeah. the beginning, all the way through. But in what it's not Luke Cage, but I'm yeah, the guy that plays Luke Cage. What is his name? I don't know. He's Luke Cage to me. Well, we don't know names, so no. it doesn't matter. Nope. No, that that is a really good show. I'll tell you another good show that I'm really watching. I really dig it, dude. It's so it's just such a good Kevin Bacon and City on a Hill. His name is Mike Coulter. Yeah, that's him. And then the 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 uh, squirrely guy is a uh, Michael Emerson. Yep. Yep. The 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 uh, the the guy from the you know um, the darker complected guy that. Is of middle Middle East descent is uh, Asif uh, Mendivi. Yeah, you, but the thing is, like, you can say his name a thousand times. Yeah, you're but dying. Tell you right. what, but but you will recognize him. He's oh, he's he's been tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was in uh, the internship, the proposal. Yeah. Um, he, he's been a, a ton of properties. Yep. Yeah, you you definitely will. The know. Last Airbender, Spider Man Two. Yep. My, I mean, I do think the last Airbender was like that was his, like that. That's what really sealed him as an actor. Um, I'm, I'm not completely kidding. <laughs> no, isn't Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he the guy's been in big shows. I mean, he's definitely someone that you will recognize when you see him. So, but I was gonna say what I was trying to say, what I was gonna say is like um, City on a Hill with uh, um, Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. is. This 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 is like something I think people are sleeping on really hard, and they keep doing it. And it, and telling you, it's a Showtime series, and this story is so good, and the writing is so well done. And um, he plays against um, another guy who is basically he's a kind of a uh, an, an FBI guy that kind of like always was worked in the gray and did a lot of shady, shady stuff or whatever, and eventually gets kicked out of the FBI. But yet, or no, I mean he was a not. I'm sorry, the FBI, uh, the um, the Boston PD or whatever it is. It, I don't know. All I can say is just watch it. It's really, really good, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that you the writing in it is so solid that it holds up extremely well. So yeah. No, I agree. So, um, what else did we miss? What did you think of Miss Marvel? I didn't finish it all the way. I'm almost done with what? it. I, I, dude, I, 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 when I tell you that I've been busy at work, I've been. But I will tell you this: I actually, Shauna would be bought into that one. I thought I could get her on board. She didn't really. She was like, yeah, and I can. Uh, t- too, I can tell when too young for her. Maybe I think it's a little bit too young. But see, I kind of look at it like. I kind of like take her as a Spider-Man character, like that type of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely like more appealing to like a teenager but, type of audience. 
I lo- okay, this is what I love about it, right? Mm-hmm. I just love, and I love the richness of the cultural piece of it too. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, yeah. I learned so much. I mean, I like that whole Pakistani thing and all that type of stuff when they like switched the countries and like did this and people had to like leave and I, I mean, I kind of knew about that, but I didn't really yeah, the, like, the, know about it, you know. Yeah. And it was like, like they a- a- educated me, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of gives you like, I mean, I think that they did such a great job, like. Ex- culturally exploring that whole Muslim culture type of thing, right? Which I think is cool. And I love, too, that they're taking the time to take a character that is obviously in a, in a, in a much different platform and, like, I mean, culturally, and then putting it forward and, and the connective tissues that it has, Mm-hmm. I think is huge, right? And I and I like the character, and I, I and I just loved how we can we are now getting to a point where we're developing these characters, we're getting good characters, and they're of these you know diversity type of points that we've talked about before. Yeah, but it's the right. But it's way. done right. It's right. done the right way. And yeah, it's, like, it's not. It's part I, of the character. It's not yeah, the character. I love all that stuff, like the the weddings and that, like right. the parents and oh yeah. It, it shows that going back to Pakistan to go visit the grandma, like oh, that yeah. type of mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, especially was, like the and then when you go back to the old scenes, yeah, you know it's like when, the, she, when she the when, bringing of gens yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Oh yeah, I think that that is just I think it's fantastic, and I think they did a fantastic job. I think that I'm not done. Like I said, I'm not done with. I got two episodes left, so I'm pretty I'm pretty good, you know. Well, but you'll need to get finished quickly because yeah. it's. I think it's there's there's one particular piece that's in the final episode. Yeah, that um. I think is uh, is going to be instrumental in the uh, in the future of of the MCU. So okay, all right, sounds good. I, I will definitely finish. I, I keep I I, I want to finish it, but yeah, no, it was really I I really really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it like a ton. I thought I was going to like it, or or you know I was hoping I was going to like it, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I started watching it for one reason and one reason only because I did not anything that comes out. I don't want to miss. Something that's going to be, be part of the Marvel universe, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like that is why I. I mean, I didn't watch it because of the character. I'm like thinking, oh god, if I don't watch this, I'm going to miss something, and I don't want to be the dude that doesn't know what's going on. Like it sounds like I don't know what's going on yet. Right. I will find it out very shortly. Yeah. And uh, so it's like it's like I feel like that guy, but that's why I started watching it. But I can tell you that I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Now it was. Um, it's it's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Right, it's not the best thing that Marvel's done, but it's it's definitely. It's, I think it's, it's not good. The, I, I agree, it's not the best, but I do think that it is a way. I think it's strong to integrate like younger viewers for mm-hmm. one. You know, the, like this the, that her character is not only relatable culturally, but it's relatable age wise too. And I think that that's why I drew the comparison like Spidey to a degree. You know, mm-hmm. with, with her. So, um, but yeah, no, yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And talk about um, the uh, the MCU slate that's coming up while we're on Marvel. Let's do it. Um, the uh, I can't remember the exact films that are coming out, but they they announced uh, Phase Five and Six. Was there anything in there that you had grasped from other than Secret Wars? And you know, we'll, we'll obviously talk a little bit about Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, but Quantum Mania. Uh, 
Uh, no. I mean, I'd have to look and, and, and take a look at them all. Um, one thing we didn't, we haven't talked about either, too, is Love and Thunder. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Love and Thunder. What did you think of Love and Thunder? I loved it. You loved it? I liked it. I liked it a lot, dude. And the reason being is I went in wanting to hate it. Oh, uh, really? So I did. And I, and I went I didn't in. I know that. I did. And I did because it's like I'm thinking, first off, I'm not, okay, this is going to be stupid. Right. And it okay. was. <laughs> and it was. For different reasons, though. But I think that it was a good story, though. I mean, it was a good story. And I, and I, and I think that it, I, 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 I love that they brought back that connection between Thor and, Thor and her. I think that, in, in, you know, with, mm-hmm. yeah. with, with Jodie Foster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't it Jane? Uh, yeah, Jane Foster. Yeah, yeah, but that's what Cord keeps on calling her. Yeah, yeah, Jodie Foster. So anyway, so I just, it's I, either Jane, I forget what the other one was that he alternates between, but it's either Jodie Foster or um, something else, or yeah. Jane something yeah. that's you know another not celebrity name. Yeah. So um, I thought it was interesting, and again, not reading. I don't read the. I don't read Thor. I don't read those yeah. books. I mean, I read Thor a lot, like in the eighties, but I don't read it now. But I, I just don't have time. But I mean, you can probably tell me more if that's... I mean, I know that her condition and things like that are legitimate and, and so forth. But I, yeah. I actually just... I think that those two have a great chemistry on screen. I think that they're... they're I don't know. I like it. I like how they were able to take, you know, that phase one, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call yeah, yeah. that one, and bring it to this and still have those pieces. And the comedic stuff that worked throughout that was fantastic. Um, I like uh, bringing uh, Valkyrie in again mm-hmm. too, as well, because I think she's a cool character. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I mean, I just I thought it was a fun. I thought it was a fun ride. Now, do I think it has a, a ton of value? No, I think Christian Bale did an outstanding. Oh job. yeah, yeah. I think he did really. I good think job. he probably was the best in the show. Period. Yeah. And um, I, I think that you know the, the service with a lot of the a lot of the kid stuff. Could have been cut back, I think, a little bit. I mean, I, I did really enjoy when they the kids all got the power of Zeus and they were all, you know... Power of Thor. Pow, yeah, power of Thor and all gunned up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was cool. And, and, and of course... Oh, dude. I, and again, the Russell Crowe thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Russell Crowe. That, that's so funny. Dude, that is so hysterical. <laughs> no, you can't come to the orgy. What, yeah. what are you talking about, Abby? <laughs> and then... But then introducing Apollo at the end, though... Was outstanding. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah. and I love that dude because I watched Ted Lasso, yeah. so I love that guy. I mean, he is so, dude. If you, and I know you haven't seen Ted Lasso yet. No, no, yeah, you gotta watch it. I mean, it is such an outstanding, outstanding program. I'm very much looking to seeing Hercules. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing Hercules. Yeah, uh, what I said, Apollo. I meant, yeah, I'm, I know I'm, what you meant. I yeah. meant Hercules, not Apollo. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, yo, uh, Zeus, um, Apollo Creed. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Um, so, no, I mean, I meant Hercules, you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, but that guy is, he's a great actor, and he's really funny. And, um, and again, if they, if they continue with Watiki doing these, I think that... Yeah, I don't know if they're going to. And, well, it, okay, so if this was... Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What, okay, well, what are your thoughts? You didn't care for it at all? I liked it. It was, um, I, I just, 
there were a lot of problems with it. Um, it, it seemed choppy at points, like the storyline, as far as it, it didn't settle into like a spot for any period of time. Like it became really funny, and they tried to do like some serious stuff that didn't really land mm-hmm. because of the humor and stuff like that. Like I enjoyed because I'm a child, I enjoy the child type of humor that they had. Like the screaming goats, you put screaming goats in anything, oh, I'm gonna laugh. Outstanding, but you know, like that type of stuff. It's just like, oh, dude, come on, like, like you know, like, like let's let's have some type of meaningful story behind this, um, beyond just you know just cracking jokes every you know two seconds. It almost seemed like too loaded with humor, yeah, um, to where I would have rather had a little bit of time. And then also, you know, me as a parent, like, and and Daniel's a huge fan of the Marvel stuff. The fact that they put an orgy, like, reference an orgy in there, I'm like, I'm not going to let my seven-year-old watch this now. Well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't let a kid watch, like, when the little kids are all in a cage, and and then you have Christian Bale, they're, like, ripping the head off that thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then throwing it at the kids. Uh, yeah, I would, I mean, I'd, I'd let them watch that, but I wouldn't, Yeah, you know. but, I mean, that's because Daniel can handle that. But yeah, yeah, Some little kids, that that could impact them, you know? I mean, that was creepy, yeah. too. First off, dude, oh, yeah, he, was, was, he was creepy as hell. Yeah. You know? So, um... I don't know. I thought it was kind of, I just, I don't know. I thought the committee pieces were good. I thought, it, I mean, again, I mean, being it was Watiti too, it was kind of like you kind of got what you kind of expected. I mean, I mean, I kind of look, I thought. No, I, yeah, I get that. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying like, I would have, I would rather seen a little bit more Marvel and a little bit less. Uh, Rag, it was more Ragnarok than anything else. No, it went, it went far beyond Ragnarok in my opinion. You think? Yeah, because I mean they had they had a bunch of jokes in Ragnarok, but they, it yeah. wasn't the like it wasn't the it I was Ragnarok the, like the, the humor on the, Ragnarok the, the, the amplified tone, the, on steroids. Yeah, I thought the tone was similar though. I mean, you don't you didn't feel the tone of Ragnarok in this kind of like fell in no. The no okay. I felt like the tone of like uh, what's the other movie that he did where he was the uh, was with the boy the um, rabbit. Um, uh, what was it called? Oh, Joe Joe, Joe, Joe Rabbit. Joe, Joe Rabbit. Yeah, yeah that hit, type of film. Them, yeah, yeah. But, you know, <sighs> or or um, even better yet, the Fly of the Concords. Yeah, never. The I, H- never I never. Oh, dude. It. Yeah, so it was like that type of like that's the that type of show. But Titi did that. Yeah, what well, Titi did that. He's actually one of the characters. He just looks vastly different. Oh wow, no. he's, he's one of the Concords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're both more like white dudes. They're. North, they're in New Zealand. Well, no, no, no. I didn't know. I mean, I mean, I don't. Dude, it's been so. Yeah, long. It's I mean, there's so one so really long. white dude that's. Um, so he plays. I mean, again, New Zealand, of course. Well, yeah. There's there's the manager that's really like like pasty white. Yeah. And there's there's these two other guys. It's been so many years since I seen. And him. he's one of the he's the the two bandmates are are more dark complexed. He's one of the two bandmates. Yeah. So he's. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah, he's um. You know, it's, it's that type of humor, and and which is fine. It's just it wasn't what I was expecting, and it wasn't what I want in the MCU necessarily. And that's that's not saying like you know, like I enjoyed the movie. It, it's uh, I would give it like you know like six out of ten. So let me ask you this then, since you know like the whole story right of that situation yeah. right yeah. So what do you think that they would have could have done differently that would have made it more relevant then? I mean, how would you apply that differently then? You I would have liked to like see strip down the humor a little bit, or yeah, I would have liked to see them strip down the humor a little bit, and then I would have liked to see the um, the gore just like 
go in there and like slaughter some dudes. And then also the sword, the necromancer sword, uh. that it plays a huge role with the symbiote. Yes. Um, and they didn't do that at all here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, the there's there's um, after Gore has it, there's uh, the um, basically the 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 origin. Um, of the symbiote, the, the 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 person that the symbiotes come from, um, he's the king of the symbiotes. Like gets a hold yeah. of that sword, yeah. and so the fact that the sword was destroyed, like I just, I would have much rather them have left that open for a possible you know event where they could have you know the symbiote exists after Spider Man um, uh, No Way Home uh, came out. The symbiote exists within MCU, so they can use the symbiote. As part of the storyline, just not including Spider-Man, unless they have permission by Sony. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, so and you know, you and, and you can actually put this movie in a timeline that it actually would fall before. Right. Well, you can you can just put this movie into a point where you know you can have the symbiote introduced to other characters, and you know have it be a part of that universe to where yeah. you can because I mean the symbiote was basically used by pretty much everybody mm-hmm. at a point in the comics. Yeah, makes sense. I get you. I get you. So, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm still drinking out of my souvenir cup. So, yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I didn't. I, I didn't not enjoy it. It's just it's it's. I've got a certain expectation. For yeah, and I think that what I went in, like I said, wanting to not like it. So to be able to going in going into a movie saying, "Hey, I think this is going to be stupid." Yeah, okay. and uh, then. Going in and seeing that, I was already going in so negative. So I actually, like, my negativity was able to be changed to a positive, where I think that you probably didn't go in as negative as I was. Yeah, I no, didn't I didn't. get it. Yeah. I was so kind of neutral. You were neutral, and I was definitely on the, on the sense that this is going to be stupid. But Well, I saw it going one of two ways. It went neither way. Either way you want. Exactly. I going. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. But I mean, I, I do, I will go to in, to bat for uh, Christian Bell's character, though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he played that character really well. Yeah. I just don't think that character was written as well as it could have been. Yeah, and the thing is, if it was written better, he could have done better. I mean, he could. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't he get me wrong. I think he could have. He, he did great yeah. with what he had. I mean, he it was outstanding. And I will tell you this though, I Russell Crowe, I will take that. Any day of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that hilarious. So hilarious. Just uh, you know, don't don't be talking about orgies in your Marvel yeah movies exactly. if you're expecting to be marketing to kids. On yeah. that's all I got. True. But um, yeah, other movies. Well, was that PG thirteen? Yeah, it was PG thirteen. Okay, but um, other yeah. movies, other movies, yeah, other movies that are coming out that have yet to come out. Um, there is the uh. Ant-Man of the Quantum Mania, which is going to play a huge part in the... See, isn't it... Dude, okay, so let me ask you a quick question. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. Sorry. So let's get... Like, I think it's so funny, though. It's like you take the Ant-Man character, but the Ant-Man character and his... What happens in with him is so critical. Yeah. In the MCU. It's like, you know... I love I love the Ant Man movie. I love Ant Man. I like I like Ant Man and Wasp. Oh yeah, I, mean, yeah. I thought they were all. I like I love Paul Rudd. Right, I, I think yeah, he's yeah. great, and I think he's a perfect Ant Man. But I just think it's so funny. It's like you have what well, again is called a B list character, right? right? You know what I mean. But he has so much influence as to what's going on, which is going to lead to 
what you were just getting ready to say. Yeah, so, I yeah, I mean, this is where we're going to get the continuation of the Kang saga um, to where, you know, we're, we're the next time that we're going to see Kang, or at least the next time for sure that we're going to see Kang is within this, and, and you know, he's traveling to the, the quantum realm and and he's presumably going to be seeing other universes or, or at least, like, seeing a little bit behind the curtain uh-huh. as far as the TVA and stuff like that. And then we've also got this mysterious person that... Bill Murray's playing um, within the movie um, that we know very little about, um, and uh, um, and and this king that we're meeting seems to be aware of what he's done in other universes. As far as you know, he asked uh, he asked Scott Lang if he's killed him in a different universe because he's an Avenger, and um, you know we're we're getting the setup for what I believe is going to be. Uh, the the young Avengers um, and the Kang Dynasty movie, yeah. Um, as Kang's one of their, their is their uh, their their big bad that they fought in the beginning of that series. So you know it's um there's there's going to be a lot of connective tissue, um or there should be a lot of connective tissue in there, which makes watching all the MCU content that came out meaningful. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, oh, and the last... Okay, one thing on Thorn. Get off of Thor. I mean, it, I was so happy to see uh, Agent Carter, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I'm good. I, yeah. I, last thing I want to say, I just think that... I, I, that is a character I want to see so much more of. And I, hopefully, I think we will. Yeah, so. that was in... Uh, that was... You are talking about in, uh, in Doctor Strange, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, oh, did I say Thor? No, I didn't mean yeah. Thor. I'm sorry. Yeah, and yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange. Um, so, yeah, Secret Wars is the other one, the other big yeah. one that's come out. And there's there's other stuff, too, that's coming out. There's just nothing, like, huge, huge that we know a, lot, a ton mm-hmm. on um, yet. But but Secret Wars, um, obviously going to be a huge event. Um, the Russo brothers, who we originally thought were going to be coming back for that, are not going to be coming back for that. Um, they're going to be... Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be coming back at all, or if uh, um, if, if they maybe have something else going on. But I, I I severely hope that they they are coming back to the MCU to be directing another um, event. Um, but uh, also might be Kevin Feige's last curtain call. You think? Um, Mark Ruffalo's alluded to as much. Really. That's nice. So Mark Ruffalo being the the uh, the the man of the jab that he usually is the the you know the gift of gab um, that he has he, he's uh, he he was talking to a reporter on the She Hulk uh, red carpet and they asked about Secret Wars and he said that uh, that they're really hoping to go out with a bang. So the thought is currently. Is that uh, Kevin Feige? They'll put Kevin Feige around twenty years with Marvel, and uh, that he will um, exit stage left and uh, let somebody else new come in. That he's still got, you know, they've they've got the next ten years planned out either way. So, you know, he, he that that'll be five years or less than five years from now. That'll be in two thousand twenty-five. So that'll be fifteen years for Marvel, or no, more than that, like seventeen years for Marvel. Mm-hmm. 
um, studios and uh, and that he will be giving the reins up to somebody else, but already have the next uh, couple, next saga planned out for that person. And so Dude, that's what do you, what do you? Oh, that, that's a lot, dude. I mean, think yeah. about that. I mean, first off, a why, and b. Oh, he's been doing it for a long time. So I think what, he wants what, to go off and do different things. Do so what? What, the, what, what? I mean, and do what? What, what? what does he want to do? Like art films or something? Or, I mean, what the? No, hell I think he, he wants to do, do another IP. Uh, he wants. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. A, I think that he may want to do his first love, and his first love is not Marvel. You think? Yeah, his but, first love is the Star Wars. Oh, uh, so I uh, think I think it may be a strategy because he's got such great rapport with Disney. Yeah. I think it'd be a very easy fit to be able to like to to take him from that and then move him over to Star Wars. Well, I if he wants to play in a different sandbox. I, I, I won't complain about that. Yeah. Either that or whenever he was having to report to um, Bob Eisner, or not Bob Eisner. It was it was back during the um, the the whole litigation to where they he was um, he was having to report to somebody else, and they had uh, he was about to leave, and he was even talking to Warner Brothers about possibly coming over to DC, and then Disney forked out the money and then um, restructured their entire. Um, corporate structure to have him report straight to the CEO of Disney, and then he stayed. So um, he, uh, I, I think that that it's going to be one of the two. I think it's either going to be DC or Star Wars, or he's just going to go right into the sunset. Mm. He's going to do something. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll do something. And if yeah. he goes to Star Wars, I can't, I can't hate on that. Yeah. I really can't. I, I think it wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's going to be such a high point that's after Secret Wars, especially if they're bringing in, you know, um, every version possible yeah. of every character into um, Secret Wars to battle it out. I think that he'll he'll probably exit the stage at that point. Nice. Speaking of sp- like quick quick plug, um, Secret Wars, right? So there's a uh, comic book writer's name is Peach Momoka. Has a very unique style of comics and writing and stuff and artwork. Um, he's doing a, a a new book that just launched, I think, like probably probably last month. But he's doing one where it's kind of like a Secret Wars type of situation where he's taking the characters, but he's putting them in more of like the Bushido type of style, which is kind of cool as hell, actually. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't heard of Peach Momoka. Check him out. The guy's awesome. He just he does a, some phenomenal comic book covers. Great artist. Really, really good. So, anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I haven't heard of him. I'll have to look him up, though. Yep. Oh. Um, that was big news there. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's one of the big things I want to talk about. Um, I think that's really the what one. Do you, like, what, are your, what are your feelings if he goes to Star Wars? I, mean, I really hope he goes to Star Wars. If he if he goes to Star Wars, I mean, I'm, I'm not unhappy about that in any stretch of the imagination. But, like, it's almost like leaving one of our favorite things to go to do another favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I hope the other favorite thing doesn't, like, lose its luster either. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't think it so will. Like, who, I think like, okay, so if he if he departs, what are, we, what are we talking about backfill then? What are we looking at? We have no idea. I'm assuming. I would hope that we get a. Uh, um, I would hope that we get um, either um, Kevin Smith. 
Well, oh, that would be good. Uh, I don't think you'd do it though. I, I think that he's, he's not a corporate dude. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna happen. Um, but uh, John Favreau would be really good. Um, well, of course, John Favreau. I mean, they're like they're two peas in a pod, anyways. Yeah, I mean, he's he was there at the beginning. Uh, you know. Yeah, but um, I mean, he's so Favreau's so into Star Wars, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're talking about like three years from now. I don't, dude. I don't. I don't see Favreau leaving Star Wars. I do mm. not. You think? I think I mean, he could okay. if he if he was it, given the position of. You think? I don't know. He's dude. got he's got the know. mind behind it. He understands the characters well enough. Oh no! Oh no! I don't. I don't. Is he capable? Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. But what he's been able to do with just the Mandalorian alone. Yeah. Now I get it's not alone. I mean, Dave Filoni. Is, but I mean, if it was if it was a switch though, like if he if he knew because I mean he's not he's not heading up Star he's not heading up Star Wars anytime soon. Um, as like yeah. CEO of yeah. Lucasfilm, or or you know like like executive producer of of yeah. all of Lucasfilm, creative executive. I, I think that the I think the Pandora's box right now has been open with Star Wars, and and, and it is taking time. And we're gonna well, talk. I think we should taking talk. too much time. Well, no, I mean we had Obi. Yeah, that was the only then, thing that we've had. Well, we're getting Andor. Yeah, but I mean, so far this year we've only yeah, had Obi. You, well, no, I mean, we also had Mandalorian was this year, like end of this year or the beginning of this year, right? Mm-hmm. Then end this. I think it ended last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Okay. But again, it's like okay, so, but I mean, it's like at least we're getting content within so many months, though. It's not like it's years. Like you know, when we were sitting here, the other, like, no, we had uh, we had Boba Fett. That was right. Oh yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, so. Book of Fett. So, like, I'm talking about, like, when we went through that drought, like, the Star Wars drought, and then we got that trailer for the new Star Wars, and you and I sat here and just literally over three and a half minutes spent, like, five hours of our lives just, like, going through that because that's all we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're getting – I think that we're getting – to me, I, I mean, I'd rather have something new, like, every day of the week. You know, yeah. but I understand that that's not conceivable, right? No, but at but least I, mean, I like, think that we're getting it like in a way. So let's let's like let me let me jump and change real quick too. Like, like where did you sit on? What do you think of Obi? I thought Obi was okay. I mean, like there, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I would like out of ten, I would probably give it like a seven point five. I'm kind of there with you. I, I'm about the same. I loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I think Ian McGregor is phenomenal. Oh yeah, absolutely phenomenal. So the I, writing, I think, we took a little bit of a nosedive. Took a little bit of a hit there, and I think I also think that I don't know if the the budget was completely there because there was some shit there that was like like the CGI and some of the yeah. things like bad. Yeah, so that's and, something I want to talk about. Shield too, but um, the uh, the the I think the. Whatever Disney, Lucasfilm, and um, Marvel is doing with their their combined FX artists, they gotta get more people. <laughs> well, I mean, why aren't they? Why aren't they using the uh, the what is it the the, the what's it called the um, the dome thing that? Well, not the dome, but I'm talking about the uh, industrial light and magic people. Why aren't they using those people? I think they are. I just think they're. I think they're. I mean, is it is this just for interns then? No, I, I think sounds, they're. I think they're like working a, on. I think the same people are working on like four different projects at once. Is the problem? Well, they they need to ramp their game up. Or yeah, something they they need to like, get them. They need to hire more people. Yeah, on that. I mean, because I mean, I will admit, like, I, I think even in Book of Fat, I think Book of Fat had some 
couple, the, a couple, but for the, the most part, the little land speeder chase thing was oh, horrible. It was absolutely, ugh. but then again, but the rancor scene was was tight. great. That was, was tight. tight. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I, I yeah, I, th- I, I mean, we t- we already talked about the uh, the moped <laughs> before, yeah. but um, no, I think that. Again, it's like I think my expectations for anything Star Wars it, it needs to be flawless, and I think you and I both look right. at any property that comes from Star Wars, and we like we nitpick to the nth degree, and and because I, I mean I don't think that pointing out the moped gang was pointing or was no, nitpicking no, 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 to no, no, the nth degree. No, but the thing is like if you do, I also if, don't think that that you but, know having Vader be stopped by fire, which he just put out, yeah, is also not nitpicking to. Because yeah. I mean, the, 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 this is like Which a magic show. Like, like, ha, huh, fire! No, I got you, and then puts the fire out. But and then, then again, he ha, huh, fire! Oh shit! But then again, Vader could have been having a little bit of a flashback, like from Mustafar. He's been like, oh shit, there's fire! Like, well, why wouldn't time? he have been having a flashback whenever he set the fire? <laughs> this is unlike the song. He did set the fire, <laughs> and the world is burning. <laughs> Keeps on turning and turning. Fun Young Cannibals? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm still I'm still extremely happy with all the properties, and I think that the stories that they're the stories that they're putting forward are great. Um, I will tell you, and again, and I'll keep trying to interject whenever I see a comic book point that I think I can throw in. The uh, Obi-Wan comic book that they have out right now, it's been running, I think we're on issue four or five. Right now, that's a great book, and it's basically Obi Wan on Tatooine when he's doing that, like towards the end of his time on Tatooine with Luke, mm-hmm. um, where he's starting to recount and he's archiving his memories and things like that. And so they start with that, and then they move into what occurs. Right? So yeah. there's like these different little scenarios, and each one's like kind of each book is like a different little. Like adventure, in a sense, that he had to, like dealt with before he had to go with Luke. So it goes back with like him and, and Cody and, and stuff like that, which right. is so cool, so cool. And there's one coming up now um, where he's going to talk a little bit, I think, about um, oh, I for jeez, oh, I just left me, I forget what it was. Anyways, bottom line is like these, they, they're snippets of his life as he records them before this huge sandstorm supposedly going to be. Hitting Tatooine, so I don't know. It's it, it's a it's a really good comic, but anyways, just throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm 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 very appreciative of that that we have good storylines. I just don't understand why we can't bring those storylines into the film continuity, or like like the the you know, like you you write these great storylines within the comics. Why can't we do this on 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 you know actual live? See, action? I, I actually I actually could see. Obi Wan being this, being what the comics is doing. I mean, it could. Oh, it be could that. too. Yeah, and that way you get but, so much more. You get so much more richness. You get so much more because, like, where he, how far he spans. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like pre Order sixty six, after Order sixty six, you have all that time in there, which is what Rebels does. I mean, which is what Clone Wars does, right? It yeah. flushes out all the lot of stuff out, and then also that it also. Like researches that entire relationship well, we between about, Anakin and all that type of stuff too, and we talked about this ad nauseum. Like how what the the underground council that that we had like seen glimpses of, yeah, like like in the series or like uh, you know in, in previews for the series, but we never really got any of that flushed out. Yeah, like how 
how difficult would it have been to put another Jedi or two in here? That way you don't feel so isolated within this universe. Yeah. And and not to mention like the different property values that come off of that too, because I mean, you if you just intro introduce you know like a couple of Jedi in there, you can have an entire spinoff series of these Jedi working together, yeah. you know, to to rebuild the council. Yeah, you could, and it doesn't mess with continuity at all. There's so many opportunities lost. Well, the, yeah, uh, you said it. Yeah. yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. I, no, I, I, you hit the nail on the head. But, I mean, the other side of it, too, is, like, again, I cannot, like, give me as much... Give me as much... Oh, no, I completely can. agree. I, mean, I just... Yeah. I just I, I'm, like, sitting here just chomping at the bit for Andor because I really... I love Rogue One. I actually thought that's probably one of the... Like, I like that one. I like Rogue One way more than I like the last three Star Wars movies. You know? Yeah, I, I actually, I, I, I think I liked um, the Force Awakens a little bit better, but yeah. No, I'm definitely a, I'm all in the Rogue One situation on that one. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what it was about it. I think there were some, there were some, there was a couple issues that I had with it, but for the most part, I thought that was like such a cool thing, and they just put it out as like, boom, Star Wars stories. Here you go. Oh, I mean, and, and it's like, dude, this is this is bigger than that. You know, what yeah. I mean, it's so much bigger. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, you kind of get. Jane Urso's entire story, but you don't get Andor's story, which we're going to get now, you know. And but I, I, mean, I think we need more. We need definitely need. There's there's so much more we can do with it. Yeah, and we've then, got we've got such Saul, a gap right there, yeah, like within like that time period. With Saul too, Saul Guerrero too. I mean, it's like there's so much more with that guy. You know, yeah. I mean, we don't know why he's like he really. Yet, like we well, we can from the book, from, like if you read the books and shit. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of get it. Piece but, together, yeah. but I mean, it, it's. I don't know. I mean, there's so much opportunity there, but I do think that that Rogue One was one of the best polished movies. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think that Rogue One is definitely, like, within the top, you mm-hmm. know, four Star Wars movies for me. Definitely. It's very, very good. Yep. But, um... Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I, I think that Kevin Feige could do a lot with Star Wars. And, uh, you know, it, it looks, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the future of Star Wars. But based upon, you know, like the, the, the screw-ups that they've had with these shows and with these movies, it's not minor. Um, and, and so it, it provides a little bit of worry for me on the, the franchise. But, you think it has that much of a? Where do you think? I, mean, it, eh, yeah. I, I know. I hear you. I get where you're coming from. I understand completely where you're coming from. But I'm looking forward to Andor. Can't yeah. wait for it. You know what else I'm looking forward to? What? The Rings of Power. <sighs> the more that I learn about this movie, the more I like it. Because okay, so they they I I. Said on the podcast, I believe, recent or previously, um, that uh, that that it's focusing on the Silmarillion. Completely wrong. It touches on the Silmarillion, yeah, but it's on the story before the Silmarillion. Yeah. So it's the it's it's on um, uh, um, what can't I think of his name? Uh, the big bad um, in Lord of the Rings, uh, Sauron, Sauron, Sauron's. 
um, growth in his power. Yeah. And so we're going to see, like, you know, like, like somebody that, that is relatively known come into, you know, like, like his own uh-huh. in this series. And it's, it's, it seems like it's really going to focus, you know, kind of around how his, his, his development and, and, uh, and the character influ- influences and affects the world around him. And so, you know, we, we're going to get all these different things yeah. about, um, and it's based upon some continuity already, but not really fleshed out continuity. Yeah, so I think at this point we're getting into token universe. Right, token yeah. universe type of yeah. stuff, because it's not, it's not JRR stuff. No. It's, it's, his, based, it's yeah. based upon ideas that he had that his son later came out and published an encyclopedia upon. So there's, there's all the... A lot of the characters, not all the characters, but a lot of the characters were brought directly from that, and the stories uh-huh. that those characters were part of were brought from that encyclopedia. Right. Yeah. But it's not part of the Silmarillion, as far as I'm aware. It's not part of the Lost Hells, so it's it's really kind of uncharted territory, yeah. and so it's going to be very interesting. Which I think is smart for them. Yeah, I think it's smart for them to be able to do that to create something a little bit unique, but still in tune. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, it's um, I dude, I tell you what, I've heard, I've heard this is like the first screening's already happened, right? So yeah, I hear absolutely nothing but outstanding shit, and people are actually using that that you know catchy tune of uh, um, cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. So it's just like it's like I can't wait for it, and that's uh, that's next week, right? Uh yeah. Yep, September first, uh, I think. I think I have it on. Thursday or Friday. Yeah. What about uh D and D? You want to talk about D and D? Yeah, let's talk about D and D a little bit. Yeah, because I yeah. Yeah. So, D and D, they're they're coming out with a a new movie with uh, Chris Pine, and uh, he plays a rogue. Was it? No, not a rogue. What does no. he play? He plays a he plays a bard. Bard. Yeah, he plays a bard in it. And so, uh, obviously, my mind goes to critical role in the uh, the Vox Machina. Oh, of course. Thing, yes. but um, and also mine goes to The Witcher. Yeah, The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I dude, I cannot wait. Like, it seems like they they really kind of like because you get like sprinklings of like different bad guys within here. You get the the chest that that you know like has the tongue and the teeth that's yeah. on the cover of um, I, I can't think, remember the I name think, of it. I, but. I think there's going to be uh, a ton of uh, fan service in this a little bit. On the other side, though, it's not going to be something that if you're not a D and D, oh player, yeah, yeah, absolutely, or, or have never been one, you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that, but I think it's going to be one of those things where like you're going to catch those little things, and hopefully they put those little Easter eggs in because I mean it's like I mean like you know I I like. It, Back in the day, when I played D and D, back in the day, like you carried your like your monster manual with you, you carried your yeah. you know and shit like that with you, and you like you like look through that book all the time. Yeah. It's like you knew the cover, you knew the pictures inside, and all that kind of stuff. So, I think that I, I hope that they pay homage to that to a degree. But I mean, I just want the story to be good. Yeah, I'm and curious I, to see how how closely tied Wizards of the Coast are to the development of the story of this. Yeah. Because you know, like, like they, they, if if they do this right, it can be something. Especially off the the tell, like the the coattails of Stranger Things that made 
D&D popular again. Again, yeah. Right. Like, it, they could do a whole lot. And speaking of Wizards of the Coast, they've actually got a... Um, they're, they're developing a... Uh, an online um, uh, version of D anD D to where you can you know you can play D anD D like you would yeah um, at, at a table but with online to um, with other players. So anyway, so you're like so that sounds dude dude sounds awesome. So yeah, explain to me that like okay, how does it work? How does how so? Does I mean, they've got several of these things out already, right? Like yeah. that that aren't done by wizards wizards of the coast or like aren't really technically associated with D&D. They're more general and they're more open to where you can play like multiple different things or they're built out um, without necessarily like the permission of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's... it's uh, So it's going to be a plat... Like, so I'm trying to understand. So it's going to be a platform where like, like it's going to have some type of an interface where you're going to have your characters... And then you're going to have, a, obviously, a DM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, from what I understand, I think it's going to look like just a regular game table. Yeah. And then you're going to have your dungeon laid out. Um, and then your DM, you know, like, that has the, the entire storyline. And then you, you know, have your dice and you roll your dice and you're, you've given, you're given pretty much free play and the DM has, you know, special... Now, is the DM a person, or is it a computer? No, I think it's a person still. Although, it being a computer would be pretty nice, too, but I don't that think would, they've got... I don't that think would, that, would, that be, would be really difficult to do. Yeah. From a programming standpoint. Yeah, because it's all about choice. Right. So, I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, I, I mean, we need a vehicle, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I just like yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just it's upsetting that they haven't because I mean you know haven't haven't evolved to the twenty first century yet because you know like like this this isn't new te- technology. It's you know, the internet's been around since you know yeah, a but, while for thirty years at least. So, but see, that's the problem, right? So when you get into something like this where it's not it's not A B C equals D. That that's a problem. Well, that's where that's, that's where you have to get the controls over the DM, right? Where, so, but you, yes, you know. but you can. I, and I agree, but I think that the the complexity. I mean, the devil's in the details, obviously, right? Right, always. And I think that it's just like I mean, I want how I just want it to work. Yeah, no, I me really too. do. I'm, I'm very I, hopeful. I think for that, it, but I, and I get that you're, you know, it's it's uh, it's it could possibly go poorly. When's that going to happen? I don't know. Not a clue. There's some development on it. Okay, well, Josh. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you up to date. Okay, well, you get on these guys. Yeah. And, you know, tell, yeah, me you've been, tell me you've been to Magic Quest. Yeah. yeah. And you have some shit that you Listen, need. <laughs> if you guys ever want to open up a warehouse and make this live event, I can do it. But. <clears throat> that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. But that's one thing about, I mean, that's but, but in a way, it's also the beauty of Dungeons & Dragons, though, too, because it is meant to be a personal experience. I mean, it's like not something that you can... And I think Critical Role does... I love watching Critical Role. I don't watch it a ton, mm-hmm. but I do check it out every now and then, you know, just because I find it entertaining. Oh, yeah. I well, just, I mean, I, so, does, so does Wizards of the Coast. They implement yeah. a lot of their stuff into the game. Yeah, and like, well, obviously, they're they're that good that... Let's look, I mean, um, Critical Role did... Uh, Vox, Machina. Vox Machina. Yeah, so... 
which by the way, I have not checked and I will continue to check. I will check when we're done with this. I still think if that doesn't win anything, I'm going to oh, be yeah. so angry when it comes yeah, to writing anime. alone. Yeah. Yes. Animated writing, adult animation writing. Or whatever category. I don't know what the categories are for that type of yeah. shit, but. It needs to win something. I that, mean, that was yeah, ingenious. I, mean, I understand that Buzz Lightyear is probably going to win 20. Yeah. But I mean, this I one. I still haven't watched that, by the way. I haven't either. And it's like, I keep seeing it. I was like, I keep saying, Sean, you want to watch Buzz? Nah, not tonight. We'll watch it later. I want to see it, but I don't want to see it tonight. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of the same way. Like, I want to see it, but I just kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's going to be one of those days on, like, a Sunday when you're kicking around and right. nothing to do. And it's like, eh, I got three hours and blow off and, you know, it's not even a three-hour movie. But. No, like an hour and a half. That's cool, though. I really want to take that. For, but also, like, when you're talking about D&D, too, let's not forget about the movies coming out. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that, so. Yeah, so I think that's where the big push is coming from for yeah. this. So. Which is so interesting, there, right? So, I think it's funny though because I think a lot of this is. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it is Stranger Things has had such a hold mm-hmm. on pop culture right now, too. You know, yeah. not to mention like I love, I love these things with. Um, um, I keep the one dude, Ed, not Eddie. Yeah, no, the guitar playing guy, Eddie. Um, Eddie, yes. Yeah. And um, have you, you? I'm sure you've seen him. The, the TikToks and the videos on Facebook yeah. and all that stuff where he's playing with Metallica and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, Metallica shopped to like number one on the Billboard charts after, yeah. uh, after Stranger Things yeah. came out this last time. Yeah. Not their first time. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But, <laughs> it, but it was the first time in a long time for Inner Sandman to come out yeah, on the exactly. Billboard charts. I mean, dude, that is so old. That's an old song. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's off uh, the Master of Puppets, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, right? So that's like, 80s? Like, yeah, 80, definitely 80s. 80, yeah, is it 86? I think yeah. it's 86, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, outstanding album. I actually, I actually saw that tour. Oh, so did I, you? Yeah, I saw Ride the Lightning, and then I actually saw... That'd, that'd be a fun tour to go see. Is, dude, is they are... Metallica. Dude, dude, insanely good live. I did, I did get Daniel into Metallica. Nice. I played on I played on Master of Puppets. I nice. played on... Um, was the the uh, one about the... Uh, um, when when the bell tolls, I think I played. Yeah. Um, and it, like in just you know, because I've I've been like trying to figure out like good drummers for him to, and so I like played Phil yeah. Collins, and well, he wasn't into Phil Collins, but but Lars, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. So that's why I played. You know, and he's asking, and I'm like, he's he's asking, is this drummer really good? I'm like, dude. Everybody in this band's really good. Yeah, there's no, dude, they there's don't, a they bad member miss. in this band. Yeah. They don't miss. They do not miss. They're so good. So and it's like, did, well, have you um, have you, have you uh, played any Iron Maiden for him? No, not yet. I gotta find some some Iron Maiden that he may be into. Yeah, yeah. And I say I played my home master of puppets, I played like the first like two three minutes of it. Because man, that's God, that's like an eight minutes long. Well. But still, yeah, it's good. It's good. You never. It's all in there. You know. Yep. I mean, dude, I, I look at it this way. Grayson, right? My yeah. son Grayson. Yeah. Um, music, I I put him as a I put him as a music buff because he's like me. He listens to anything that's good. Right. And so he like he has his range. Like if you looked at my Apple playlist or whatever. 
you'd be like, what the? Like, there's so much bizarre, like, goofy, like, doesn't, yeah. I mean, nothing is like, it's like nothing. It's a genres from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we're driving home tonight, and um, we went, obviously, out to dinner tonight. We come back, we're driving back, and I usually, I flum, th- I, I, like, I have certain presets on the series, right? So I have, um, I have Dave Matthews channel, of course, you know, and then I have Hair Nation, of yeah. course. Aussie's Octane. B- no, I do Aussie's Boneyard. Oh, okay. You don't do Octane? Um, I, I will put, Octane's one below, so I, what I do is I hold it to hit Octane, but because my presets are only so many. Yeah. But I do, um, I do the old rap, old rap yeah, as well. Okay, yeah. yeah, so I do, the, I do that one, and then I do Lithium. Yeah, and, that one's good. And then I do the country one. The uh, highway. The highway, yeah. Yeah, so those are my six presets. And then I drop to Octane whenever I like go through and don't like anything. I'll go to the one channel, hit down, and then we go there. So anyways, I'm playing Hair Nation. Right? Like I, I went through, didn't like anything, so I put Hair Nation on, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like this obscure band. They have, they have a song called One in a Million. Yeah, right? yeah. It's called Faster Pussycat. I, mm-hmm. I I don't think anybody even knows who this band is, right? Yeah. And um, so I put it on, and I'm like, like he's in the back, so he can't see the radio or anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, so what do you think about this band? He goes, oh, you mean Faster Pussycat? Yeah. He goes, this is their only song. He goes, this is their only song. And I said, what are you talking about? He's like, this is it. That the rest of their music sucks. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, well, what is the song? He goes, this is one in a million. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. So it like impressed me, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm like thinking, it's like, so like, you don't really like, just this exposure that you give them, like, cause he's picked all this metal up from me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we're talking goofy sure. ass hair metal 80s right. shit, right? And I tell you what, like, if he, if like, there's a man that knows still, or there's a, if there's a, a Zoomer that knows uh, Steel Panther, it's, it's yeah, Grayson. Exactly. So it's like it's so funny, and then, then um, as we're as we're, I kept floating around, and then I skipped over, and like literally, just like it, it beeped for like two, like like you know the name your name that tune. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, like you get like a little tiny note, and then you that's all you get, yeah. right? So I'm like thumbing through because I had Ice Cube came on, and I heard it, but I did, I was listening to something else. And I wanted to go back to finish out the Ice Cube song, mm-hmm. but I had to go past another channel, and it was like literally just like. A, a peep and I put Ice Cube on he's like oh and Grayson's in the back he's like what so we can't listen to Tom Petty <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I'm like what the fuck you have? dude this is like like you were like not even born yeah. when this came out so I, I wasn't uh, born whenever Tom Petty came out yeah uh, exactly so I put Tom Petty on for him and then I go back to Heron Haitian and they had this r- super ass random band and um, it's called the band's called Trickster I, no one's ever heard of them. However, I I actually paid to go see these guys back in the 80s, right? Yeah. So it's like, and I told him, was like, as like, he's like, I said, have you heard of Trickster? And he's like, no, I haven't heard of them. I'm like, oh, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. So I played the song. The, the song, that I, I, yeah, turned, I, I turned it up a little bit, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no. And one. he's like, no, they suck. <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't listen to this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, and then he starts this thing with Sean. It's like, Shauna, if you had to listen to three songs, and he plays like he like says like three random ass things, like, 
which one would you listen to? And they're like so obscure. Like nothing yeah. that my wife listens to. She is completely, like obviously, like, you know, like the disco in the 70s. Yeah, 70s. And and 70s, like. Late 60s. Classic yeah. rock and shit like that. She's not, And she likes hair metal to a degree, but not like me. I mean, I was yeah. all in. I mean, I pushed all my chips in on that, yeah. you know. So, anyways. I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't know Speaking of 60s, about. 70s um, stuff, um, did you watch the Elvis movie yet? No, and the reason why, it's fucking long, dude. Yeah, it's like three hours. So every night, every night, I know that, and I get that, but every night, like, okay, first off, I only watch TV pretty much Monday through Thursday. Yeah. I don't watch TV on Friday. I yeah. don't watch TV on Saturday, and I really watch, I don't watch TV again until Sunday at 7, 7 yeah. or 8 o'clock. Unless so, there's a game on. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Unless there's a Steeler game, yeah, yeah. So it's like every night we sit down. It's like I keep telling Sean. It's like like when we get home, we have a, we everyone has a little family routines, right? right? You know what I'm saying? So so we get home. Like one thing we've been watching, which you should watch. It's actually pretty good. Is uh, the um, Barbecue Masters on Food Network? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like well, you have Discovery, and I bug yours, so you probably yeah. see that I've already watched it. But you can definitely, dude. The only thing I like about that show it introduces you to so much different types of foods. Yeah. That you're like that gets your juices flowing. You start thinking, right? Like I'm not copying shit, but it gives me ideas. And that's what I love about that show. And it's like, I think you would really appreciate it because it's all about grilling. It's all about yeah. barbecuing and shit like that. So. Well, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's somewhat of an art to it. So, you know, everybody does theirs a little bit different. Exactly. But the thing is, like, what I love is, like, I'm trying to, like, not pick up, like, first off, A, I want to see what they're cooking, and B, yeah, but like it's little about, notes. It's to about, where, yeah, it's techniques. Yeah. It's like if, they, if they're doing something different than what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I want to think that. Sometimes I think I'm doing it better than what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that, yeah. Sometimes I think that I've learned something. So it's like I watch food shows as much as I watch Star Wars stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's not my point. So what was that? Where was I going with that? I forget now. But um, what were we talking about? Elvis movie. Oh, the Elvis movie. So every every night I keep telling her, it's like, Hey man, like I said, like on like Monday, it's like you know what? I said, tell what? Like let's just I cook dinner. We're done with dinner. It's like it's like seven o'clock. I'm like, I said if we get Elvis on, yeah, we then can. we're good. Yeah, you know, because we go to I go to bed at ten. I mean, yeah. I literally shut my shit down at ten because I get up at six thirty. So I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. So, and then I'm like, and she's like, yeah, we, okay. And then we go. Then as soon as we go up and sit down, we get a call from Dita. <laughs> or, 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 and that's like that's 45 minutes yeah. right you know or then it's like as soon as i like think i'm like it's literally sitting on the screen yeah sitting on the screen right and then it's like and then it's like the next night sitting on the screen get up there i'm like i'm all set i got my drink i'm ready to go you know sitting on the screen she sits down and she's like and i'm like okay so it's like 7 30 i'm like okay good we like i said if we get this on like hey, i will stay awake for the entire thing yeah Racing calls. <laughs> and then, you know, the next night it's then Aiden calls. Yep. So it's like, you know what? I, I'm like, you know what? I'm out. There will be a time when I do yeah. watch it. I absolutely want to see it, though, because. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, I know that you and I watch a lot of the clips and, like, I mean, you've seen it, but I know we also spent some time watching some of the, the older Elvis clips, comparing them as well yeah, to yeah. what he did. And it's, 
Dude, he's good. He's really good. He's really he's, he's unknown. I, I mean, this is his first role, yeah. right? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sold on him until I watched it. Once I watched it, like I'm like, yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. He's he 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 embodies Elvis really just the mannerisms and stuff, and the voice is really good too. Um, I think he maybe look a little bit more like Elvis, but but I, dude, I'm nitpicking at it. He's he just does such a good job as Elvis. I'm a huge Elvis fan too. Yeah. Well, he's one of your homies. Yeah, he's a Tennessean. Yeah, that's right. Got got to represent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but he's just he's he transcends. You know. No, like I being mean, a, dude, you know, he's an icon. He's beyond yeah. an icon. He's a national treasure icon, whatever you want to call him. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's like I think that it's so funny when you look at culturally, like what he did culturally at that time. Like just wig. Like it sounds so stupid to even say this, but like his hip wiggling. You know what yeah. I mean. Like, would cause such a stir where he was getting arrested for shit like that. Yeah. Like, it shows you how far we've come as a as a, as a a country and as, oh, a, as yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, and when you think about it, that was the 60s, right? Yeah. All right? So, it's like, you know, it's like, you think it's far away, but it's not that, that far, far away. Yeah. I mean. 50 years ago. Every, per, every girl that was screaming in that audience. Oh, six the, years ago. They're alive. Yeah. They're alive, so they've seen all that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's what's crazy when you think about it, you know. And it's like it, it's the same thing as like when you think about like like I always thought about too is like you know like people that like like Pearl Harbor and like World War Two and stuff like that. In my mind, sometimes I look at the dates in my head. And I'm like thinking, okay, well these people are still alive. Yeah. And then I think, well, and then and then I, like I'll click off and say like you know what at this point there's there can't be anybody. But obviously, as my wife is a, a nurse at the VA, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, oh, yeah, do no, you know sure that she still still has patients that have World War II vet? Yeah. Well, there I ain't that. many of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, very, very few. Yeah. Stan Lee was a World War II vet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, he only died a couple of years ago. Uh, that, was, that was actually a really good uh, post she put up. So yeah. yeah. I, I came across it on Marvel united or something like that i, I forget some marvel fan yeah. um uh facebook group and that's we'll never i yeah just dude think that, there's not a lot of things that i get emotional about but like yeah. him for some strange reason i just felt like well, I, yeah i felt, like, I felt he, like i knew him though absolutely yeah i mean through through his p through his his writing and, and just you the, know just effort, the way he talked and yeah to be honest with you i really think i learned so much more about him through kevin smith though too oh absolutely yeah. i think that like i knew i knew i knew who he was and everything I mean, like kevin that. was like a son to him yeah but i mean it just like i think kevin's relationship with him was something like i mean especially with the comic book man and stuff like that when he did like appearances on there and everything which, by the way, I mean, I can't wait, dude. Like, the Kevin Smith thing we got coming up, too. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see Kevin Smith. Uh, dude, that was so random, too. Like, yeah. so, like, yeah, our neighbor across Alex. the street, Alex, who's an awesome dude, awesome guy, huge nerd. Yeah. But we can't get him out of the house. Yeah. We've tried. He will not come out. Like, if he came on the podcast, I think he would provide so much insight. Oh, yeah. He may come on the podcast. We got, you know what? I think we'd I, have to start earlier. I, oh, <laughs> It's like five o'clock, maybe. Yeah. But dude, he's the same age as he's probably well, he might be a little older than me, but not much. Maybe yeah. a year or two. Probably, yeah. He may even be younger than me. I have no he, idea. Yeah, probably around the same age. Yeah, I think he, he's a retired Navy. Yeah, he's retired Air Force. Air Force. Yeah, he was. He just retired. He retired though as they were moving here. So, 
Um, so, you know, like six, seven years ago, he, he retired. So probably Maybe we should make own. an effort to go on early one time and bring him we'll on. Bring him on. Yeah, I think we really that, should. When I catch him, so this is how the relationship goes with my neighbors across the street, which is uh, Kevin and Kevin. So Kevin is an awesome dude, right? So he is a great, great knowledge of nerd stuff. So, but our conversations are very limited. You mean Alex? I mean Alex. Yeah, not what did Kevin. I say? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. I've seen Kevin Smith. No, no, I got you. Alex. So Alex, he gives like he comes home at the exact same time every day, like literally like clockwork. You know, like he's almost like an NPC. He like literally pulls in the thing, gets out of his car, and goes to the mailbox, right? And so <laughs> he's an NPC. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm so I just never thought about it the same way. If we subscribe to like the Matrix theory, to where like we're just living in a, <laughs> yes. uh, it is perfectly placed to be close enough to us, to where it, like and and to be. Like to be distant enough, like like to to where he doesn't want to hang out, with, or like I don't think that he doesn't want to hang out with us, but he doesn't hang out with us. But but he's like a, he's interested in the same amount of stuff that like we would, you know, like perceive that he's he's you know a regular dude yeah. like us. But that he could completely just be like a, a you know code. Yes, he could be like just <laughs> just pacifying us with his little brief snippets. Yeah. So what happens is Kevin like. Alex goes Alex. to his mailbox, all right? So he, same thing every day. And sometimes I'm out in the yard at the same time. So he comes over to get his mail, and then I'll, I'll see him like, hey, man, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, hey, how you doing? And he like, and they've been to my house. We've invited them. But they do come yeah, when yeah. we invite them, but they don't stay long. Yeah. But they do come. So when I go see him, I'm like, hey, man. And then we, then we start talking, and he's like, and I always say, hey, did you see the latest? Did you guys go see Batman yet? Because we remember we the one time we saw him at like the uh, Thursday night yeah. Avengers, right? Yeah. yeah. And for so, any game, yeah. Yeah. So like the thing is like he does the same shit that we do. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, let's be honest. How many people are like building their lives around getting to a place on Thursday night to go see an Avengers movie? <laughs> I mean, obviously um, there's a lot. There's right? a lot, yeah. But I mean, if you're there, it's because you give a shit. Right. You know? And he gives a shit. So then I catch him and he's always, and then we start talking and he's like, "Oh yeah, and you heard about you know?" And I said, "Are you watching Titans?" Which I, every time I say to ask, I ask anybody, "Have you got? Have you watched Titans yet?" No. Everyone says no. Yeah, except and Realm. Yeah. And, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he goes, "And this is what I think." And I think, and yeah. I think this, and I think, and I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, I love this shit." Yeah. It's like I'm like literally like so we literally I have to squeeze in. An entire podcast with him in fifteen yeah. minutes because he's holding his mail and walking backwards yeah. because that's his code. He has to get back in the house. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> but we will. Alex, if you're listening, we love you. It's just you know, uh, yeah, we, we wish you'd hang out more. <laughs> no, all. we're gonna we're gonna get him on. No, no. But the whole point is like it was so cool that he reached out about the Kevin thing and it's like so awesome because oh yeah. I mean, like, that's that's yeah, and he's he bought, huge he bought, on that, dude. He bought us great tickets, man. I, mm. uh, we are we are good to go. I mean, our tickets we had last time, we went really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so um, I'm looking forward to it. So I will not piss Kevin off this time. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, and yeah. then maybe we'll get a question answered. Although I did have a good quip about the one guy that was on there, the the dude that was in the the main character in the uh, the walrus movie, the tusk. Where I'm like. Yo, yeah. homeboy's not a walrus anymore. Yeah, I had this show. You did, uh, yeah. I made you everybody did. laugh on that one. 
Yeah. Oh, the golden years. Anyways, the golden years. <laughs> it was two years ago. <laughs> so um, the uh, video games. There's a couple of video games I want to talk about before we get into She-Hulk. And we'll, we'll end on She-Hulk. Um, that sounds good. Oh, I know you want to end the She-Hulk, but we kind of got to talk about the Dragon House. Oh, yeah, the House of Dragons. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about House yeah. of Dragons. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, video games. Midnight Suns is coming out um, very soon, mm-hmm. like uh, in a couple weeks. And um, that's the one that I, I definitely want to play with you. Um, so what is, the, what is the premise of all of this? So there is a witch, um, and she has magical abilities, and she turns and to people be an evil. Yep. Um, and she turns the abomination evil. And so the rest of the Midnight Suns, um, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, um, a bunch of different characters have to go out and turn all the, or, you know, fight no, wait, all the people you, that she has to, so she's turned evil. Are we, are these mostly, like, Characters like Constantine and not well. That's not yeah. That's, that's, not that's DC. DC. Yeah, but that's, I think we should have an. We should have a be able Ghost to, Rider um, to purchase him and play it in this game. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, but no. But it's like you're talking more of the supernatural characters you get mm-hmm. to play, like Ghost Rider, Doctor. Yeah, Strange. yeah. The only one that stands apart, like from that, is really Spider Man. But even Spider Man kind of delves into that realm every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So with Morbius and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, it looks really, really good. And I mean, it's Marvel, and it's done. Oh, by do you Activision. hear that Morbius has been like re up for two more movies? Oh, really? Huh? I absolutely am just completely lying to you. I'm just completely lying to you. Yeah, I would be very surprised. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's coming out. There's another. Um, well, hold on. Who? So okay, let, who are the characters? You get Ghost Rider. You get Doctor Spider-Man. Strange. You get Spider Man. You get who else? You get. Um, do you get like Zantana or Magic? Um, she's one of the the she's that she's played by um uh, the girl of uh, G four. Oh, you should get you get on. dude. Can you get Gambit? I don't know. Um, let's look it up really quick. But uh, it is, it's quite a few characters. Like it's it's not it's not a small um small list of characters. Uh, you... Blade, Morbius, Ghost Rider, um, Jennifer Kale, Moon Knight, um, Hellstorm. Oh, Moon Knight's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hellstorm would be a good one too. Um, uh, Werewolf by Night, Lilith, uh, Man Thing, um, Ben Riley, uh, Spider Man, um, uh, Brother Voodoo um, is going to be part of it. Um. Yeah. So there's there's gonna be a ton of sounds uh, good, dude. I like that. I love I love that side of it though. You know. I mean. I actually. I mean. I'm obviously. I'm more of a like we a DC person. So I love the Constantine side of DC. But this is kind of like that side of for Marvel. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think Lilith. Lilith is from um, the sent. That's the chick that's in uh, the Hellstrom. I think, isn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that was a great show. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really do show. anything other than you know. Didn't after. you like it though? No, I liked it. I'm just saying, like, it, it didn't get traction. That's all. Well, and I, I'm assuming it's done. Yeah, it's done. But um, yeah, the the uh, that, that game looks really good, and um, it comes out in like a, a few weeks. 
right. What else? Um, the other games, um, there is uh, um, the one about the uh, the Bat family that's coming out. Oh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, I, it's a bat. I'll probably buy it, you know, yeah. and, and, and see what happens with yeah. it. I, I'm just not sure about this one, though. I, I think that it has... It's got potential. It's got potential, but, I mean, it's definitely a wait and see on this one. But, um... Well, eh. anything that you can give me to where I can play Dick Grayson throughout the entire Nightwing. story as yeah. Nightwing, I'm You know, down it's so forth. funny you said that Grayson said the same thing. Oh, yeah? Yep. He said the exact same thing. He's like... Yeah, if you could just give me a Nightwing game, I'd, I'd be down for that. But, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Gotham Knights, I'd, I'm yeah. cool with and, it. And by the way, just a little snippet too, the Nightwing line right now is still kicking hard. Yeah. Really, really good. The Night, Nightwing comic line right now right now is so good. You, if you're not reading that, pick it up. Take it. I've heard it. really good things, really cool things about the Future State ones too. No, with Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a well, there's a lot going on with that. Yeah. I mean, you brought the you you sent me a text on that, and I was like, I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking, it's like like what you were saying is like the big thing that's going to happen there, and it's like I don't read Future State because it kind of yeah, like yeah sometimes it's, it's like, yeah, it's, confusing. Yeah, it will start to confuse me to a degree, and it's like I'm I mean I'm I'm not a child. I can understand that Future State right. is different. However. I read so much. I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to. Like, how I, did I, they I, get to from just, this point? Yeah, I, just, that point. I just want to keep my shit in order because right. I understand. I understand future state, but there's so much more that hinges on it, and it's like that would mean that I had to read like 800 more stories, and it's like I just cannot. <laughs> I cannot do it. Yeah. I think mean, as much as I want to try to do it. Oh yeah, know? no, no. I just didn't know if that was one of your like regular bag items. So. No, no, but that was no, but I mean, I, I mean, I've heard such good things about it. It's like making me think about it. But as soon as I start to think about it, then I go to then I'll go to Greg and like, hey, Greg, man. So this future state, right? Yeah, and then he'll sell you on it, and then and you'll, you'll have yeah. one in your bag every. Well, not I wouldn't have one in my bag. What he'll do is he'll get me like all the back orders. Yeah, and he'll like, well, then I'll be like. And I, I said, and the next thing I go in is like, I got like 30 comics, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, which would be great, but yeah. it, if you were single, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. I struggle to read what I have, yeah. So, but yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, it, I that one looks that one I'm willing to give a chance. Um, and then also, there's this um, other game called uh, Bone and Skulls, yes. That's the one I was gonna bring up. Yeah, that I can't. That is the one, dude. I cannot wait yeah. for that one. That one right there is the titties of the titties, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait for that one. Because I tell you what, I played like the original Sid Meier's Pirates and shit like that, and I I was so hooked on that fucking game. I played it on the PS two, no three, PS three, and then I had a PSP back in the day. So I had a PSP and I played on the PSP, and I wow. my shit was rocking, dude. I Dude, I my pirate game was like on fucking point, mm-hmm. you know. And I love I that that whole genre, that whole period of time. I love pirates. That one though, this situation, I want to do this. I want to yes. do it so badly. Yeah. And then when that when I read about it and I've seen the gameplay on the gameplay looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then like the way that you. Obviously, of course, you start with like basically a loincloth, like everything else, and like a paddle. 
mm-hmm. with no boat. Yeah, you well, know? basically, you're you've su- you've survived a yeah. shipwreck. Yeah, and then you're washed up on like Tortuga. Yeah, and then you yeah. go and and yeah. uh, and try to get you know clout yeah. and, yeah. and new contracts. And, and so, stuff what's like so that. fascinating is like, I mean, again, piracy was such a short period of time. Like mm-hmm. when you really get into the whole. Piracy. Oh yeah. And I and like I got really. It's hooked. only a couple hundred years. Yeah. I got hooked on it to a point. I started like like reading books too. So I started, and once you start reading books, and then you start playing games, and then it's like I literally in my mind because I played the Sid Meier the Sid Meier one so much that I like literally have the entire Caribbean in my mind, like all the islands, all the all the potential places that a pirate could go. Mm-hmm. I have it in my mind. I, I like I literally if I had a boat. I could settle these places. That's how much I did it. You know, I mean, it's like, and I always like, and that other game, it was so cool because you could line with like the Spanish, the British, the whatever, the Dutch. Mm-hmm. And to tell you what, if you wanted to make some like scratch, yeah, go Dutch. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if this game gives you these options to like go under a flag, which I don't know if they're going to do that. But well, if, if you do, if, if you're only, if you're getting 50% of the profit, how, how much are you getting with other dude, countries? I'm t- I'm, dude, it just depends. The, the, I'm I, was, telling- I was making a Dutch because <laughs> <laughs> you said you said yeah, yeah, you're a Dutch to make the money. I just got it. I just Sorry. got it. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> but you realize I was on I was, I was on I was on my soapbox. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. I had to step down for a second. That was a good one though. That was really funny. But I tell you what, even dude, I would take I would take a fifty percent cut from the Dutch anyways because I'm telling you what, you're making so much bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you go that. But the thing is, is like when you did that. Like realizing that at that time the Spanish were so powerful though, right? So it's like it was so hard. Like always playing against the Spanish was hard because they had like their galleons. But the thing is, that's where the money was, though, right? Like mm-hmm. those were the treasure galleons. Those yeah. were the ones that were like hauling all the shit around. Yeah. And like when you when you could take one of those bad boys down, and that you get get all that, and all of a sudden like you're taking a little tiny ship. And you're packing all the armor on it, and you're taking these new cannons, and you're reboring all the cannons, and you. Next thing you know, you're driving around in like basically a Ford Escort, but it is literally like like to the hilt. Mm-hmm. Like you dropped a Lamborghini engine in a Ford Escort, and you're rolling around. You see like a galleon, and you go over there, and they start shooting at you, and you're like, ting, ting, and you're just like, boom. boom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, anyways. That's all beside. But the thing is, the premise of it, though. Oh, yeah. No. If I'm, they execute a pirate game the way that I want to see it, I cannot yeah. wait. I, dude, I'm buying well, it. Well, it seems like. It seems like you you know like like you get you get the best out of every possible world in this because I mean they've got they've got missions where you can go find treasure, they got missions where you can go get contracts to go like you know defeat other particular yeah. ships yeah. or, you know, and it, so it, it seems like they could do a really. It's got a lot of promise to it. Yeah, and I so, can't wait for that one. Though. I'm so glad you brought that up. I've been, yeah. I've been. I just talked to Grayson about it today. I was like, dude, I, I said, I, I said, when's it coming out? Yeah, he's like, I'm not sure. I said, well, it doesn't matter because yeah. he and I spent like two hours playing Star Wars Legos today. Yeah, I think so, it comes out um, soon. Soon, yeah, I think it's around. Like, By the way, do you know who November. who's making it? Do you know? Uh, I think it's. Um, I think it's Activision. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, Activision. Yeah. So it's, okay. Same people that do COD, Call of Duty. Oh my God! Nah. Well, so uh, it's going to turn into one of these things. I don't want to play so one of these. It, like... It's it's the one Ubisoft. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay. Activision Ubisoft. Or those the those aren't the same. It's Ubisoft. 
Uh, I can confirm that's Ubisoft. Okay. But, um, but yeah. So, um, no, no, it looks really good. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, you pick great games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to get into uh, to House of Dragon? Mm. So obviously, first off, Matt Smith, fantastic in it. Yeah. But yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, the the guy that played in Doctor Who. Yeah. And I mean, don't like like the storyline. Like I don't, I have very little bad to say about this. I actually don't have anything bad to say about this. It's it's a really good series thus far. I mean, we're only one episode in, but one episode in, visually it looks fantastic. Storyline is fantastic. Actors are fantastic. I just I happen I don't happen to know anything about where this is going other than like 127 years from now, within this timeline that you know Jon Snow and. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to block that out, right? You know, I I, I like I, I I did the same thing originally, like when I start like I'm thinking, like I'm trying to make those ties, right? I'm like, you know what? Stop, stop. Yeah. Let's just take this what it is, right? You know. Yeah. So I, I look at like I think it's awesome. I I do think this is an absolutely fantastic out of the gate, and I'll tell you why. A couple things. Um, I thought that the writers of this show did an outstanding job introducing all the characters and giving a backstory in a sense to mm-hmm. each character so that you know where they're coming from right so yeah. you know like you now like you know that uh, the 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 hand of the king's daughter is friends with the you know, princess the yeah. princess right and yeah. and and you know it's like you definitely get, some workings of like trying to eventually trying to overthrow the throne exactly. from the hand of the king. Some mm-hmm. he's sowing distrust, probably rightfully so between Hill between the king and the king's brother. Yeah, but and the thing, so, that, but the, the, then the the beauty of it though is like you have that right, which mm-hmm. is like I agree. It's like obviously they hate each other, right? So then you have, but then you have him. Now the wild card in the whole thing is going to obviously be the disturber in the entire thing is the is the brother, yeah. right? So the brother, but the thing is that I found it was so interesting. I thought it was so impactful that like, like, is it foreshadowing? I don't know, but he's sitting on the iron throne. He's sitting there. I think he's going to contest for it. So I think, no, but I'm just talking about. I think Helm and his niece are going to end up together because they're Targaryens, right? They got to intermarry. And um, and so I think that I once that, that they happens, intermarry. They do, yeah. That's the whole entire thing about the Tar- Targaryens. I, the intermarry. I think. Well, okay, but okay. Let me ask you this though: Do you don't think that him sitting on the throne, like he's remember, like he's not okay? First off, I find it amazing that this mm-hmm. dude. Okay, this is Westeros, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, he, yeah. He sneaks into the entire city. Un, no one knows he's there. Not a person. Not one person. Right? He gets into the freaking throne room and sits down on the throne. He's sitting on the throne. And then the princess comes in, and the daughter comes in, sees him, and then... Well, he's also not a person that people would be, like, questioning but, about who, he, you know, like, he's... he's but... but he's okay. the, the, the leader of the guard, like, the... the the city guard. So I mean, you know, it's not. It's not like he's going. No, like he's go not. And, but he's not there, though. I mean, he's like he doesn't live there. He lives in the hills with his ugly wife. 
No, he doesn't. Not at this point. Not at the point that the the series like starts. No, but he wasn't. No, 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 no. I, he, he does by the end of the episode. But no, he's not. He's not there though. That's my point though. He's not okay. Even if he was technically there, yeah, he was. He's there. He, he's the, the, the leader but, of the but city the thing guard. Is, no, but understand, he's a city, he's the leader of the city guard. But he's not technically there because they talk about that, though, right? So they say they talk that, about how he, how he needs to go back home to his ugly wife. Yeah, I understand that. But I mean, it's like they do, okay. Hold on. So unless unless I miss something. Yeah, I think you missed something. Because uh, he's he's a he's he was living within he, Westeros. He, okay, so if he was always there, yeah. Okay, so then why would that initial interaction between him and and the princess or the daughter of the king? Because he was supposed to be in the meeting with the the king. No, he no. The meeting is not yet. The meeting didn't happen yet. So it did because that that's that's why no, she went no, to go look for him. No. Oh, uh, maybe I'm getting confused. No, I mean that was that was later. I'm pretty sure that it happened. The sequence of events happened to where he was, um, he was supposed to be at the meeting. That's where it opens up at, and then he's not at the meeting. So that the um, the so they princess go, goes to find him in the throne room, and then they go and right, he does the entire raid on the city because he's not They're there, pissed off about right? that. Yeah. So you think he lives there already? I think he lives there already. Okay. Well, by the, at the beginning of the episode. At the end of the episode, he gets kicked out. Okay. All right. So, okay. I get all that. All right. Okay. We can go that route then, too. That's fine. But I think what's interesting, though, is that you see the two main characters, her and him, come together. And mm-hmm. they, and then, like, you can see that they have a very, a very strong relationship. Yeah. Right. And she like this is her uncle. Yeah. And this is the kind of like a mentor. Yeah, she like to him. she like like they have this thing. Well, they they're they're very much like so they're very parallel characters, right? He's he's upset. Uh, like if you boil down his character one after he's upset because he doesn't get looked at with the respect that he thinks that he deserves. She is upset because her father keeps on looking for a son instead of looking to her. As a possible heir to the throne, right? But her father is making these choices to protect her, though, because I think that as he says to her, like you don't understand that we we are not kings and queens or powerful or whatever because of who we are, because of yeah, because of because the, of the illusion and that we're setting up. And he doesn't want yeah. his daughter. And I think that I think one thing I will say: I think he's a good father. Yeah, I think that in most in the Game of Thrones, you don't see this type of situation, right? So it's like I think he is a good. Oh, father. I think you saw that with um with well, John yeah. with with yeah the, yeah yeah the other like that one segment, right? Yeah, that one piece, but the rest of the families are not like that. So, but in this situation, I don't think that that like I think he's I think that he's a good I think he's a good dude. But I think that um, I think the king's a good king. I think he's actually like managed to be able to manage his kingdom well over the yeah. eleven years. That he's people been seem there. to look up to him, and yeah, you know, exactly, like right? that's a huge thing for a king. Like if you can, yeah, but have the thing people is, that are living in somewhat property still look up to you, and then, right? But you know. I think that it's interesting that his like he like him not wanting his daughter to be there is not because she's a female. I think it's because he understands that she he doesn't want his daughter 
to have to deal with what he's gone through right now. Like, he's the king, and what he deals with, he does not want his daughter to have to do that. I would buy that if he didn't say the exact opposite. Because whenever he meets her in the tombs, with in front of the big giant dragon skull. But he has no choice at that point because, yeah, but, because but his, his brother, or his bro- brother, right? Yeah, brother. His brother already was at the brothel and made the announcement yeah. and did what he did. And that's why he had to make his choice because at that point he couldn't go with him. Yeah. He had to go with his daughter. Yeah. And that he didn't, I honestly don't think he wanted to do that. I do not think he wanted to do that. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think he did either. I don't know what the motives behind that are yet, but... There's no motives. I mean, he has this or this, because his yeah. kid died. Yeah, yeah. So he, this point... But, but this or why, why are you holding options. up so much hope for somebody else other than tradition? What do you mean? Because, I mean, the, the entire reasoning behind him seeming to want to hope for a son and to pass on his heir, the heir to his son was based upon tradition. And but it was also to protect her, though. How so? Because, I mean, it's st- even though if he had a son, right? So right. he has an heir. Yeah. It, it would mean that, like, I mean, like, again, call it chauvinistic, call it whatever you want to make, whatever you may want to yeah. call it, you know what I mean? Sure. In his mind, it's like he has a, he has a, he has a, he has a man. Right. A potential man. Right. To, like, to grow into this, right? And that way his daughter would not have to be exposed to this. But what I think is really interesting, though, and I think is a point that may have been lost, is the mother, when they meet, and she comes in and she's, like, in the bathtub and she's talking to the daughter and she says something about, you smell like dragon and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she tells her clearly that your role is basically to have children and, like, the battlefield for you is to bear heirs. Right. All right? So it's like, at that point... It lessens who she is, right? Immediately, and you can already tell this. She's a wild. She's a wild. Child, yeah, yeah right? she, she's yeah. a wild child, right? Yeah, and she's already doing shit that like get her like like she already has the Sir Gerard or whoever it is that like guards her. Like when he says to her, like go get on the dragon, and, like she like she's getting on the dragon. He's like, oh god, if something happens to you, because he yeah. knows if she like something, he's dead. I yeah. mean, he's done. Yeah, I mean, like, that'll be on a spike in the exactly right, exactly. The city wall, yeah. He says it right, yeah. so it's like, so I think that it's like one of those situations where like he he is in that traditional type of a mindset where like you need a male heir and this and that or whatever it is, and I get it, but he's also in a way trying to protect his daughter because I don't think he's like an asshole king. I don't think he's an asshole. No, I don't think so either. I'm king. just saying that I think he's a good dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying for whatever reason, and I don't know what the reason is yet, but for whatever reason, he, he wasn't looking at her for that. But I, I, I don't you mean, Like, you could you, be right. You I'm mean just, looking at her as to what? As a possible heir. Of course not. Yeah. Because she's female. Yeah, the, and that's my thing. Like, like yeah. I mean, that's that seems to be the entire motivation behind it. Yeah. Was that, that because she's female, she obviously can't be the heir. Yeah, but I think it's also... Son. It's an easel... Tra- and now it? that he doesn't have that option, he's... He's, he has to choose he between, has to, yeah. between the two, right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you ha- he has a male heir that is technically could yeah, be right. that, yeah. proclaimed that way. Now, obviously, that guy is a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think I love the character. I think he, oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely, yeah. Oh. I think Matt Smith does perfectly on that. Yeah, and I think that all the other characters that are like that little round table that they do, the yeah, little, yeah. little Console that they yeah, have, the like king, that. Yeah. yeah, and in the wild card, of course, is like the fucking uh, the king, hand of the king, guy, yeah, the right? King, yeah, dude, how fucking creepy 
was that fucking scene when he calls his daughter, daughter in and basically tells his daughter to go bed the king right after his wife dies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that dude's so screwed up. Dude, that was so uncomfortable. Yeah, it dude, was so like, uncomfortable. I don't know. Like, like on the day that you buried your, like that he buried his wife, yep. you're going to have your daughter go try to seduce him. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I just think, like, I, I'll, like, like what I'm saying is like you and I have like we can sit here and keep having like lengthy dialogues on this. Mm-hmm. We're talking one episode. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely so, one episode. So this speaks yeah, to the power of yeah, there's, there's the writing and the way that they did this show so far. And I think that like like also what I really what I thought was like so awesome was like like okay, so like Hightower, the hand guy. That's the hand yeah. guy, right? So he has like his uh son and of course, who does who does uh, Doctor Who pick first? But him, you know, and then yeah. just destroys him. Oh know? yeah, and then goes over and wants the favor from his daughter. He's yeah. like literally just looking at the dude, going like, "Bitches, oh yeah, fuck yeah. you." Yeah, there you know seems to be definitely a dichotomy there. Like I think he he sees through the the king's hand, but then the king's hand also sees through him. Like exactly. they're yes. the same way the same way that the 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 princess and the the brother of the king have very parallel story arcs. I think another side of the brother king, or the brother to the king, um, the the, the um, hand of the king have very similar story arcs as far as like their pursuit for the throne. Yeah, but I don't know that the pursuit for the throne for Matt Smith's character though is going to be as heavy laden as um, as the hand of the king because it seems like he wants it more. Well, the hand of the king wants it more. Well, no, no. I I think that the I think that Doctor Who, I think he wants it, and he thinks he's entitled to it. And I think he thinks his. he's entitled to it, but at the same time, whenever he was asked to give that speech, he kind of rolled his eyes about having to give that speech over the brothel. Well, he wasn't coaxed to do it. He just did it on his own. He was somewhat coaxed to do it. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like the other like little little prostitute keeps banging. She's. Um, Influences them too. Yeah, well, I mean, but there was like an entire crowd there, like chanting about Helm being. Yeah, the but what he choose, what he choose, like his word, his word. Oh yeah, was, no, absolutely. That was, but I mean, I, I think that was done because of expectation. I don't think that was done because of what he wanted. Yeah, I think there's so much, dude. There's so much in this though. It's like, like I'm trying to like, like I'm trying to like understand. Like I'm viewing. Okay. When I started watching Game of Thrones, the first go around, like yeah. the regular Game of Thrones, right? Right. I did not pay this much attention to shit. Yeah. Okay. I just started watching it and like, this is good. This is interesting. I'm going to yeah. just keep watching it. But like, I am watching it now from a perspective that is like, I'm like so. Yeah. Well, so you're trying animal. to you're trying to predict their 3D chess moves that they're. Well, the whole point is like, like you have this beautiful relationship between. Obviously, she's super connected to him, and she, that's her uncle, and she loves him, and they have a great relationship. They have like kind of a, like she like he brings him the, she brings the the he brings the necklace and all that type of stuff, and mm-hmm. visits her and everything like that. So it's like like, but these two are going to be so pitted against each other, mm-hmm. un like intentional like uh, that not intentionally on their part, but that's what's going to happen, and how's that going to go down, you know? And then there's some other like rogue characters in the situation too that like can have some influence and shit like that too. Hightower is a big one. Like it's going to be the same thing. Like 
the hand of the king has always got that little, always, always just pushing the buttons. You know what I mean? Always pushing the envelope. Always doing whatever. You know? Yeah. And um, it's 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 like, but I what I do appreciate like what they did too is like they talked about the other characters like the coin like the the coin guy the the bank guy the, the, the shipmaster and the other people and like stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know don't forget that you know you, you know you got that little thing going on but then you also have the the other sister that's married to the dude with the dreadlocks yeah. the the white dreadlocks like and she's not happy so she can definitely like throw some yeah, she's got uh, she's she, got a, a, a uh, she's got a place to be able to, to challenge for the throne. Well, she has a place to challenge for the throne too, but she also is in a position like you know, like like aerial combat when they throw out that little bomb with all the shit that flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what she could do. Yeah, and she's going to do it. Yeah, and it's going to happen. You know, at some point. Yeah, and absolutely. It, so I, I just, I mean, I think they did a fantastic job of developing characters quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. And I think that the relationship between her, Princess, and Hightower's daughter is going to have an impact eventually at some point, you know? So I think that's going to have an impact. What that is, I don't know. And mm. if, if, if Hightower can get the king to be interested in his daughter, that's going to be, like, A, super creepy, you know? But that's a possibility. And that's going to cause an issue with her because if she marries him... That takes her out of it, and now you got a friendship. These two obviously are quite tight. They're sitting out in the garden doing homework together, mm-hmm. you know. And then if he, if if he marries, if he ends up hooking up with, um, what's her name, Ashley? I think. I don't, know. I don't know. There's there's a couple people with normal names in this show, which I like. Yeah. Other than that, it's always like goofy shit. I can never remember. Yeah. So, but if they end up hooking up, then that's going to mess her up their relationship up so you have that potential issue there's so many potential issues I mean I guess that's the premise of it yeah yeah I mean, that's why they call it the game of thrones is because mm-hmm. you you know you get all these people that are but I tell you what though, for the throne yeah, at the same you, time I agree with you Doctor Who though's character is outstanding <sighs> yeah. he's the best he's the best mm-hmm. best there's no well, I like her too I like the, the princess a lot yeah, like, I think she, she does a yeah, really good job I, I like her I just I just I don't know. She's not my cup of tea, so I kind of like find it hard to look at. But no. um, that's just me personally. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's a good actress. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I know that they tried to like, you know, also capture what you know, Darian or uh, yeah, or Jon Snow and um, Dar- no, Darian. What's her name? The uh, dragons. Yeah, I can't remember at this point yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. and the thing is too is I think there's some other things that we don't realize too. It's like they also introduced the one guy as being Dornish, right? So that's another factor that comes into play with this too, because they talked also about um, the shipmaster. They brought up those situations on the border where he's like the like they like said, "I'll just let them go fight the pirates anyways." Right. Just leave it alone. You know what I mean? But that's a pressure situation. That's a cooker over there too. It's going to pop at some point, you know. Right. So there's like there's so many little things that are that are that are happening, and I don't know. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great first episode, and um, I got. I I really want to see what happens between the princess and. Um, the daughter, I should say, the daughter center. Oh, she is a princess. I guess, yeah, the right? princess and the, the yeah, princess, daughter of the hand. Yeah. Well, that and 
that relationship and the relationship with her and her uncle. Yeah. Because it's like what's what I find like funny though is like she's named the heir, but before that she's only her only value was coming to the council to serve wine. Yeah, she you was know, like top of the, the king. Yeah, she was like basically just the cup filler. Yeah. And you know, it's like mm, mm, mm. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on tangents. I just had a little, no. I, yeah, I, no, I, I, like I had like literally a, 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 a uh, like a cyclone of thoughts on my head. There. <laughs> what are you thinking? No, I mean, just to echo your points. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what I think yet. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think that the the those relationships are going to be huge. There's obviously like. They're playing four-dimensional chess here to where, you know, like like all these things are going to be all hap- happening at once. And uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. It's very, you know, uh, same as the, the original Game, Game of Thrones um, series. It's There's there's going to be a lot of drama between a lot of different families, and it's going to be very interesting. And even when the same family for the Targaryen family, it's going to be... <clears throat> it's going to be very, um, very interesting... To see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you a couple of, like, something I thought was really interesting. This is just, like, a little aside, right? So, you had, I I thought this was masterful by the, I don't know if it was editing, I don't know if it was, I mean, I'm sure it was by direction. but, But the direction of that movie where you had the brutality of the jousting and the fighting, Mm-hmm. And they kept going to the. Oh yeah, that was really cool. So they, they, yes, yeah, so you get what yeah. I'm saying. So like you had that, and they cut to the point of the brutality of like extracting that child from her. Yeah, it was so like surreal. It's like you like you think you think that these guys that are like literally blooding themselves and beating the shit out of each other and everything like that is bad, and then you see that, and it's like holy shit. Like you forgot about that, mm-hmm. and they cut back to it, and then you're like, you're back here, and then you go back here again, yeah. I, dude. I literally like, I was like, like that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so smart, and I thought yeah. that was so cool because that gave so much more emphasis onto what that woman was going through, and like, with, and the like, importance like, of that event. Oh my god, yeah. it was like so incredibly important. And then like, like, like when he was saying to her, like. He basically was, she, you're going to die. Yeah. You are going to die. And he's not going to say shit to her about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, oh, whatever. And I don't know. And the sad thing is, like, she's still, like, like I mean, she was a, not, not at that point, but before she's apologetic that she didn't have an heir for him because she still is, is in believing that her battlefield is having kids. Yeah. You know, and dude, I don't know. I thought I thought that was masterful. That mm-hmm. that 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 back and forth scene between the brutality of like man fighting man, mm-hmm. and then that mm-hmm. dude, insane. Yeah, no, absolutely, I completely agree. Uh, Speaking, it, it was emotional. I mean, that was that was strong. Yeah. So, anyhow. Speaking of uh, movies with strong female leads, yeah, or TV shows with strong female leads, um, She Hulk. Oh yeah. So, what are your thoughts on She-Hulk so far? Love it. I really like the I really like the the writing of it. I, I like the the storyline. Like I like her a lot. She was really good in Orphan Black. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, yeah, I, did, I watched the first three or four episodes. Yeah, and then obviously the bride didn't want to stick mm. with me on that. But no, I like her though. She's good. Yeah, she's really good. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm really interested in it. It's 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 got enough humor in it to where it, it's it's different than what um, normal Marvel is, um, and and it, it doesn't seem to take itself too seriously, um, which is nice. Um, uh, but on the other hand, the CGI in it is crap. Um, I can give I can give some like some leeway for the for She Hulk, just because like they're trying to make her smooth skinned. And whenever you're, whenever you're building that out in CGI, it's it's going to be a little bit more difficult too because mm-hmm. you don't have anything to graft realism onto. Whenever you're, you know, making a, a female character in that way, like seven feet tall, and uh... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could probably take somebody from the WNBA or something like that. But I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, as far as as far as making her complexion nice, making her you know blemish free and stuff like that, it it it, it makes it like you know, less realistic, which is fine. Like, I mean, you know, that's, that's the way it's supposed to, to, it's hard to do so to, to make those attributes without making it look unrealistic. Mm-hmm. However, the episode two comes around and you get her, the scene to where she's over at the prison and then that bus rolls out, which looks like something straight off a PlayStation two graphic. Yeah. And like, nah, 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 nah I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's, that comes back to the, the, to go full circle, that comes back to the the same studio that's doing the stuff for Star Wars is doing the stuff for Marvel, and they're also working all all the other Marvel projects. And it's just dude, it's hire more people. Exactly, hire more people. Your your quality of work is slack slacking. I don't know what the the deal is. I don't know if they're not pouring enough money into it into this particular aspect. If they're not, but you gotta you gotta step it up. I do. Have, I, I. I. actually. I, I am. I like. I mean, of course, attorney law. I mean, I love. Mm-hmm. I love the concept of it. Right. I think that the she concept of it is fantastic, and I like how she's now in charge of the whole, uh, like, new unit of. Uh, yeah, like the, the representative, representative of all yeah. superheroes for the. Yeah. Um, HL or HLKB or HLBG or whatever it was. Yeah. So. But dude, come on now! Like I think that the tie-in back to Abomination with Hulk was outstanding. Oh yeah, that like when so that's a that's that, a very interesting. That was so cool though. Yeah. So where do you what do you think they're doing with the Abomination in that? What are they going to do with Abomination in this? Yeah. So well, so I think uh, Abomination. Well, I, I actually, I think, I think what's going to happen is like I think it's going to be like a challenge for her. I don't think this is going to be a long term deal for her. I think what's happening is what you've already seen, right? So she goes and she like listens to what he, what he says, which is true. Mm-hmm. What she says is true, which yeah. is exactly. And she obviously calls her uncle and talks about it. Yeah. And what he says is is accurate too. Yeah. Now, what I do find funny is like. Little like nods back and forth to the Ed Norton Hulk and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, which is funny. But I do think that you know, like, he, like any superhero that has a nemesis, right? Mm-hmm. They they go away and they come back. They go away and they come back. I mean, that's just how it yeah, always yeah. goes. So, like right now, it's like to me, it's like a Batman villain. He's an Arkham. He gets out. You know. Yeah. So obviously. So you goes, think he's just going to become a straight villain again? Oh, absolutely. There's no question about it. So I think that like that was his ploy, and he had, and I think he was like I think that Abomination was probably working a couple different angles, right? You know what I mean? And so this is one angle: get out legally, 
right? Or the other option was he had another to just get out. He obviously clearly found a way to get out. He's obviously, and then he goes and fights in some MMA ring or whatever, or whatever he's doing. Yeah, underground, like underground fight club, fight club thing, of, right? Yeah. So the whole point is, is like he obviously lied to her, mm-hmm. and the thing is, like now, but that is her client, and so now you got to deal with that. Now I don't know how long you're going to take this, but to me, it's like it's like it, it could be it could be just an introduction to say that she's going to be put against pitted against these type of situations and these type of. Things and it's like this. This is just happens to be abomination against the Hulk, right? And then mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we could get somebody else, right? You know what I mean? And like, well, yeah, I think know. it's. I think it's definitely gonna like. I don't think we're gonna focus on abomination the entire time. No, I like, think. I, I think I, we may I'll get like another episode. I think that we get one more episode. And a half. At, uh, yeah. I think one. I think we get one. I think the next one will wrap up abomination, and then that got. I think what's gonna happen is that guy from the law firm is gonna put her on another case. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be another guy mm-hmm. that obviously did wrong to the Avengers or did wrong to somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's always going to be. It's always going to. It's never going to be a good guy. It's always going to be a. Yeah, bad it's guy. always going to be like a, at least a somebody that's that's kind of in between at least. Like, like well, abomination is not in between. No, but yeah, or or to my point, like you're what you're saying is like I agree. I think that like. I think abomination. I think that abomination. He he pleaded his case, mm-hmm. and I think it made sense. Yeah, he, he like, pleaded a really good case. Oh, yeah. I think he actually pl- he put it. And the thing is, I don't. He was right. I mean, it wasn't wrong. And I and I I'm I'm so glad they got the same actor to do it. You know what I mean? Because that's I thought that was smart. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like you know, as much as we want to forget about the Ed Norton movies. I liked Ed Norton as I, well. I did too. I, I prefer I Ed did Norton too. as the Hulk, actually. I, oh, over Ruffalo? Yeah, I like Ed Norton better as the Hulk. Mm. As David Banner, or as Bruce Banner. As Bruce Banner. Yeah. Not the Hulk, though. Uh, yeah, he what doesn't. Do, okay, do a whole okay lot. so what about. The Hulk, like, you can put pretty much anybody in there. No, but I mean, what about like the Hulk now, though? Like when he's in Hulk and he's doing his gl- with the glasses and like smart I think, Hulk. Yeah, I think Edward Norton could have done that well. You don't like Ruffalo? I like Ruffalo fine. I, like it's it's just like like if one A one B type of thing. Okay, all right, that's fine. I get that. I I can get on board with the one B, you know, like one A one B. I get that. And trust me, I love dude. Give me some Ed Norton anytime. I love that yeah. guy. He's awesome. Yeah. And I think he did. I think his whole performance. I actually do think that that in that movie he captured more of the emotional sides that you don't see. Yeah. And I think he did a really good job with that. And I think that. That um, Ruffalo was had had the um, leeway not to have to do that already. Yeah, he didn't have to show he multiple dimensions. Yeah, exactly. And I think Ed Norton did that, and I think yeah. that that's what we kind of needed as a Hulk because that is a that is a thing about the Hulk, though, right? You know, yeah, you got two complete dichotomies. You got like a guy that is super smart, Doctor Banner, and then he goes into the Hulk, and then it's like there's it just it's completely. I mean, I don't know. I I I. I I don't know. I think I think that Norton did a real. I do. I do agree with you. I think that was a great movie, and I do think that um, bringing the. But I do think that bringing Abomination back and having the one guy, the British dude, that do it come back in is super cool. I want to see Mister Blue back. The guy that was playing Mister Blue, he I forget what villain he he ends up being, but um, basically like his genesis story is the the where he gets the you know like the big head and it. it it um, gives them the ability to be able to 
um, to be able to be just very, very intelligent, and he becomes like the super villain yeah. in doing so. So, but um, yeah, like the the um, abomination. What I think is going to happen, I think a couple of things could happen, right? So I think that he either he talks about seven soulmates outside. I think that he's either talking about the um, the one team that that um, what's her face from Seinfeld's putting together. Um, oh, that! Oh my God, I never thought about that. Whether that's the no, Thunderbolts right. or yeah, whether yeah, that's yeah. Um, dude, the Dark you, Avengers. Dude, good point, though. Good. Oh no, hold on, hold on. That's a good point, Josh. That's a very good point. Then you're right. You're talking about Elaine. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I so forgot about that. So that that's one possibility, but that that doesn't make um, Juan make sense because if if he's working with Juan, I don't think Juan's working with the same group of people there. Yeah, sure. So my second thought is that we may end up getting Midnight Suns out of this, to where he's going to be a member of the Midnight Suns, and Juan's going to be kind of like the the Nick Fury of that type of per, particular as the emperor but, as the sorcerer supreme he's going to be you know the one that's putting that team together okay i love those yeah. those are <laughs> love it mm-hmm. I, I think you're like so my only question is this though so because of what we've seen so far she's obviously going to be in a situation because they keep calling her She-Hawk attorney at law. That right. is the story, right? Yeah. So it's not a. It's not gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be more about her having to operate and defend these people, and these people aren't cur- currently incarcerated. So it's like where, how, where, where are they going to? Where are they going to diverge outside of just like? Her not. I mean, the other the other side, the other side you can play with this is like she wants to be an attorney so bad. That's what she wants to be, either a She-Hulk or her own person. She wants just to be an attorney and be left alone. Now, the other side is like she doesn't want to be a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. She keeps saying, I'm not a superhero. I don't want to be a superhero. I don't want to do anything to do with that shit, right? Or it could be they do, they do what you're just talking about, mm-hmm. right? And then she forces her to become that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. or she's forced to con- so it's going to go one of two ways. I think you hit on some points that I think that make really good sense to take it in that direction. You know what I mean? Where she's going to have to get into the superhero role, or are we going to be looking at where abomination just goes away, and then she's like on with the next whatever jamoke that they throw up? Yeah, no, I think that abominations can kind of go away. Like I think that he's going to reach a plea bargain. And then, but he's gone, dude. He's out. I mean, he's there's a plea bar. They didn't catch him. He he went back to a cell. What are you talking about? At the during Shang Chi, whenever they're done with the fight, you said Shang Chi. Yeah, I'm so not talking the, about Shang Chi. I'm talking about in in She Hulk. Yeah, no, but that's where that's what's happening in She Hulk is the same same scene that we see within Shang Chi to where he's at the the underground thing. That's oh, thing. you're right. So the whenever Juan opens up the portal, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah when Juan yeah. opens up the portal, it goes back. It's back at a cell. So he's gonna be back at a cell. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that you know we're still gonna see her in the courtroom with him. 
and that <clears throat> it's I think it's going to end up being a plea bargain, and and that he's going to offer his services as abomination to either the Dark Avengers that that group that you know what's her face is heading up, or it's going to be you know, or or he's going to be able to get off, and then he's going to be able to, he's going to join the Midnight Suns. That's that's my prediction. I think your first prediction is more accurate, though. Yeah, I just uh, one's got to fit in there somehow. That's what I'm having a problem with because one, I, I just don't. I have a hard time believing that one is going to be related to that storyline with the other with the the um, U.S. agent um, and uh, Elena. Yeah. yeah. But um, dude, you brought up some really good. Deeper, so you brought up deeper points. But um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 and and with that, the end credit Shang Chi, um, or the, the end credit scene that Shang Chi had, where where Wands meets them, brings them in, and he's kind of talking about how um, you know, basically getting people together. I think that that's part of they're going to be part a big part of this as well. Oh, you you obviously also there's some big continuity error here because yeah because um that that they did, haven't really explained yet because the the um uh the um the the what, that post cred scene in Shang Chi happens after this fight that we we see relation to on and She Hulk but Bruce. Banner still has his arm in the sling. Yeah. So I think that's probably just continuity error, though. Anyways, yeah, um, no, uh, did you kiss I'm the? Sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, if, if if I should have a little clock when I'm thinking, <laughs> so it's just. Cause I'll, I'll get the uh, I'll get the Jeopardy. The no, um, I think that what you're saying makes like you, you, you what dude you dug way deeper than me. Did you see the uh, Wolverine uh, Easter egg in She Hulk episode two? Uh. So she goes on the website thing, um, and uh, um, there's a couple different links on the website that if you freeze frame it. I forget what the website was for, but there was a specific website that she she went on to on her laptop, and there's one to find where find Ant Man. So I don't know if it's like a uh, um, where's Waldo type of thing, or if it's you know like like a link to his podcast because mm-hmm. we know he's doing a podcast now. Um, or uh, and then then there's a, there's one mentioning the celestial that was within the Earth that is now like just a statue on the middle of the ocean. Asking where the statue came from, yeah. um, and then there's an advertisement for Iron Man shoes, kind of like uh, like um, Air Jordans. They're called Iron Man threes. Um, and then there is a there's a link to a report or a, an article that reads um, that a man um, has uh, with with iron claws. Got into a bar fight somewhere. Canada. No, nah, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's. That. I don't think it's that specific. But, anyways, um, so yeah, obviously Wolverine. So wow. 
That's a lot. He's also a men, member of the Midnight Suns, just saying. I know. So, or Weapon X. Weapon X could be a possibility, too. Yeah. With the Abomination. Oh, like, uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Someone uh, did their research, or someone really, I mean, not research, but you just really got your shit together because you brought up some really good points that are really strong possibility. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I, yeah. I was going with the. I was trying to, like, on the server, but, like, wow. Yeah, no. Let's see what happens. I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, I think we're that. Gonna find how out, many so. episodes are we get with this? Six. Ooh. We're already in two. Yeah, so we got four more. I'm pretty sure it's six. It's either six or eight. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's six, though. It's probably six. That's how they, like, that's what, um, they, that's what they've all been, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what. I think everything has been up to this point. Yeah. Well, next week we'll see what happens, right? And we'll be back here next week. With Alex. Maybe. Hopefully. No. no. Let's just like. Calling it out right now. Positive thinking. <laughs> Putting out the universe. Putting out there, right? We're, I mean, if we, if we think it, Josh. It will come. It will happen. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Worst case scenario. We do not get him. We can bring Zach down here and let him just sit there for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> talk some Steelers with him. He can talk paintballs and Steelers. Yep. There we go. He can and feed which us we, uh, stories. No, I don't want to talk about the Pirates. Nah, yeah. Probably, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Anyways, tune in next week. We will be here. Same bad time, same bad channel. And this has been the Nerd Force Podcast.